0: Welcome to podcast number 43. 43! 43. We're going to be catching up with the latest film and TV news. And then in the second part of today's podcast, we're actually going to be sharing an interview that Ian and I had with the legend Lloyd Kaufman of Troma Entertainment for the middle section. And then, of course, in the third part of the podcast, we will be answering your questions. So there is one thing that I'm pretty sure the internet Wants to talk about, wants to hear us talk about. And it's one of those superhero movies that comes out every so often. That gets darker right. and grittier with every release and every oh, iteration.
1: Man, Morbius! I can't fucking wait. I'm right. Oh my the god! Vampires
0: in Marvel? No, no, no! Wait, no the Batman. Sony oh shit! Yeah. No, Sony okay.
1: <laughs> well, I did notice some dude has asked us about it in the questions. So, I d- yeah. Do we want to do it now, or do you want to wait? For let's the do questions? it. Let's
0: do it now. Do okay. it now. I want to hear oh, it now. Okay. So, should You've I seen go it? first? I've seen it, yeah, I've seen it. Seen I only it? just
2: saw it on Wednesday. Wicked it. God, Fuck oh, it. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to go... I told you, I'm not going to go and spend three hours in the cinema. I, lo- I just how love how we fun. had a conversation
1: just for the podcast. Like, how many Resident <laughs> Evils did you see in the cinema? And <laughs> exactly. I'm like, fucking none of them.
2: Ian, yeah, you've <laughs> got it the wrong way around. I know, I know, I know. But come on, like, <laughs> how good was it? How visual... I'll
1: let you go first. Okay.
2: Uh, I was
0: when I walked out of the cinema now I've always said this when I leave the cinema I walk out starry eyed and I get that cinema experience which mm. makes me go yeah, everything I see in the cinema is amazing and it's only on a second viewing um, or a time to think on it where I actually go no, actually that was a piece of shit what the fuck was I thinking <laughs> um, I uh, I did not get that feeling with the Batman the starry eyed uh, or
1: the piece of shit feeling
0: the the, the starry eyed feeling oh, okay, I walked right. <laughs> out going meh um, I, I immediately I, I actually went to sleep for about 10 minutes in the film because I got <laughs> so bored. So bored. Um, and uh, and my biggest criticism of the film is that I had only two scenes in the film... Sorry, maybe three scenes in the film where I actually felt something. Um, and, uh, and it was... I, I don't want to, I don't want to go into what those, those scenes were specifically, but, uh, I didn't connect with Batman. I, I, you know, I, I liked Alfred, but, uh, I, I didn't feel any emotions in the film. And because it was three hours long, I was just waiting for it to get to something happening. And i will say the action scenes were fantastic uh it is a very good portrayal of the batman but you know three hours plus 30 minutes of trailers it was a long time in there and i don't mind long movies so long as i get really invested now it was a really good detective movie probably the best detective movie with batman that there has been it is, it is it did it did feel fresh but i just felt like i didn't connect with the characters on some level i don't know if it was because you know this film doesn't have an origin story it assumes you know the origins of batman yeah, yeah. but uh, jumping into the story at this point it i had a disconnect getting into it um now and the other biggest issue, I'm mean, just talking about my criticisms here first, really, uh, was the color grading of the entire film. It was incredibly dark. Not, I mean, thematically dark, mm-hmm. but they decided to darken the entire film. And I was just like, man, I saw more of what was going on in Alien vs. Predator 2. <laughs> I mean, that, that is an extreme crit. I'm, I'm being extreme here. I'm being hyperbolic. I, I know, I know. But I just want you to know where I'm coming from. And, uh, and I, I I understand that they wanted to make this film look different to the other Batman movies, Mm -hmm. uh, and visibly it does. Now, I will also say that when I got home and I watched the trailer again for the Batman, I was like, I can see... I can see the film, they so care. I don't know whether it was the cinema that had the film being really dark for for some reason. I don't know whether it, you know the the emergency lights, the the lights going down the middle of the screen affected the presentation. Oh, man, I
2: hate it when they keep them like yeah. that. It
1: sucks.
0: So
2: um,
1: what, I, I was going
2: to say I think they had those on when I watched it. No, it's they sorry. were on for me. Yeah, did certain you watch in the View? Off, yes, you? yeah, the View. It was yeah, really weird. Certain yeah. screens they turn those lights on, and certain they yeah certain I they didn't turn know,
3: know they, they weren't on. on. It, it was, was it, it was very distracting. It
0: was it wasn't pitch black for me. It was very. Oh okay. Um so I you know I need I, it's one of those films where I need to see it again. Uh now I did enjoy the action scenes. Yeah. I did enjoy Colin Farrell, I didn't even recognize because I went into this film not knowing who all the actors that were going to be in it, uh, and I didn't even realize it was him until <laughs> so Jess went, "Yeah, it's Colin Farrell." And I was yeah. like, "No, the makeup, <laughs> the makeup, was so, yeah, yeah, the, amazing." The makeup was great. the the, the action that's scenes a fucking were great.
1: Oscar tip that is that's got to yeah. be a fucking best makeup. Uh, tip.
0: But yeah, my criticisms were no emotional investment in the characters. Maybe. You know, Selina had some some moments, um, and there were some moments with Batman towards the end. But for f- to go that long and not feel anything, I was just like, is it something wrong with me, or is it
1: the, the- you're dead inside? I know,
0: <laughs> I don't. No, no, because you know, I, I, I like I watched the same day. I watched the uh, the is it the Adam Project?
2: Yeah. I watched that the
0: same day and I was like man why did I enjoy this more and I was like that's because I it's Ryan Reynolds it It was fun I I got behind the characters the motivations I understood what they were trying to do Um, and you know so I don't know whether I I don't know what the issue is there but yeah that was me coming out of the cinema Mm. it's been a few days now and I've had I've chatted for a few more people and you know I've gone like you know what I'm I'm probably being very harsh on the film Uh, but still if I was going to give it a score out of 10 Mm. I would still say it's a solid seven out of ten movie for me.
1: Cool man. I mean, like I, I totally agree with the fact of I'm like, man, I gotta watch that movie again mm. to see, you know, because I keep getting asked, where does it sit? You know, is it the best one? Is it this out of the ever and blah blah blah? And I said, like, and I'm kind of like, I really don't know until I, I watch it like 17 more times. You know, so it, <laughs> it's up, so it's up there, yeah. So i you know until I've bought it on every format and yeah. watched it the others. Like for, no, no. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I left very happy still I, st- I really enjoyed the movie it's interesting because I, I I wouldn't have had some of the problems you did because of I don't I'm like you know how there was no origin story yeah good yeah, well, yeah. I do not need to ever see Popcorn and Pearls ever again I don't I don't popcorn need Popcorn and Pearls yeah man it's true they need you the fucking cinema The pearls. Her, her fucking Pearls
4: I'm that
1: man. we get it it's fine <laughs> yeah. you know why they they, they, they lead in yeah. they it's, lead it's in the Uncle ben two thing. years exactly <laughs> it's two ben. years in to bat, they tell you that straight away so I'll I'll go the other way because I mean like don't get me wrong I have a few criticisms of the movie as well but since you just gave all yours I'm going to go the other way. Yes, and please I'm do. Say please all do. my good yeah, things. no, please but, do, Okay, please so all right. So I had like a, a tick list of things that I did and didn't want to see in the movie. So and and again these are mine. No, this is. A, I love the. Everyone knows I'm a huge Batman fan. Of a fucking million comics. I've desecrated my flesh with <laughs> photo, with images of the characters. Um, I love still that even in 2022 when there's a Batman movie out mm. it's a fucking big deal no no other superhero has had this many in, in, no many it hasn't had that many people playing before has it mm-hmm. I can't think no, I was even I mean, thinking about it. I was like Superman Warwick, Superman's had a lot
0: if you include TV stuff
1: totally and live action but as well movie wise Batman, is, Batman, Batman is still movie- the, movie- most, easy, like, the most like cast you know yeah. the versions of him um, I love the fact that it's still a big deal and no matter what people talk about it and the one thing I've noticed about this movie on the internet is everyone's got a fucking opinion yeah and I, and do you know what they're all right yeah all of them are fucking right if you didn't like the movie because it was too dark you're right i but i do have some counterpoints that i would just say so first of all the movie uh, i don't i'm not going to spoil it too much but he start he fucking narrates what he's doing and i Damn near took the head off the guy sat in front of me. I was so happy because I nearly kicked him. I liked that because it had to the, the noir comic story, dude. I can yeah. literally pull any comic off the fucking shelf, flip it open, and go. The little Look, corner section. He's where fucking talking. talking. He's like, I've been following fucking yeah. Two faced for nine days. He's did yeah. this. He's done that. And you even see him writing in what is essentially the fucking black case, which he does do writing in, in his diary. Yeah. So exactly. I like. Okay. Fucking Batman returns. Michael Keaton right at the end. Bless him, Rips his rubber mask off. Where's that fucking eye makeup gone? It's a tiny thing, but I love the fact that he's literally like when he's going out to fight crime, he's like, oh, puts his fucking eye makeup on because he needs that because he's not always in the suit. Yeah, I love the fact that the movie is called The Batman, and motherfucker, he is the Batman for ninety percent of this movie. Yeah, there's very little he's, Bruce Wayne. It's, there's very little Bruce Wayne, and I'll address him in there because I know a lot of people had a problem with the fact they were like, um, there's no difference in the performance between Batman and Bruce Wayne, and I agree, there isn't. And good because yeah. he's young. He's it's not no, learned not to be the Bruce playboy, Wayne yet. You know exactly. He's Bruce Wayne is the mask. Not to get too philosophical. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is the costume that Batman, Batman wears. Yes, he absolutely. hasn't learned yeah, to. It. Absolutely. Now I would. I'd have liked him to be maybe slightly less dickish toward Alfred, who I think got undersold in this movie because Andy Circus was great. Yeah, I wanted agreed. more of him. It's a three-hour movie, and I'm like, put more in yes, of Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like, the, again, not really heavily spoilers, but there's a point where Alfred sort of wakes up and isn't very well and he's like, wakes up, sees well, Bruce like and Bruce Robert. is like, you fucking lied to me. And I'm like, dick? Yeah. Just, fuck, dude.
0: <laughs> that was the, those were the emotional scenes, the yeah. Alfred and Bruce scenes. Um, uh, I connected with those because it was like a father-son you know relationship that they that they have the surrogate father essentially
1: yeah man so um, i i so there, yeah there were points that i love like that uh i thought the explanation of the, the bat uh signal was fucking perfect as far as i'm concerned I, nolan touched on it i don't want you know i, I was saying to you didn't i that i'd recently re-watched dark knight rises yeah yeah and i was like i gotta stop watching this movie i keep pulling it apart and picking more fucking things wrong with it and i was like i want to love it <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah nolan sort of touched on it but they really sort of like he, he's narrating it he's saying i can't be everywhere at once when that light goes in the sky yeah people fucking freak out and they yeah. they do those wonderful shots of like there's like three shots of three different crimes happening and in all three times they're like looking down dark alleys going is he about to come out and they stop what they're doing and in one of them he comes out and it's violent and it's great so um yeah there there were so many sort of like wonderful things about it I think it's a great start um, for a new Batman trilogy yeah they're, it's, you know, I'm they're very edging excited towards. to see more I love the fact that Matt Reeves is um, doing these series where he's taking I mean Colin Farrell's got a series as Penguin great because yeah wow amazing performance Uh, and again fanboy in me is like as soon as someone literally went they were like where's Penguin and they were like he's in the Iceberg Lounge and I'm sat there like someone just said Iceberg Lounge in a movie (laughs) (laughs) that's enough for me sometimes (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, you know shit like that Um, but they're doing an Arkham series Uh, because again Matt Reeves is very much this is like the origins this is the origin of the rogues gallery yes Mm. yeah and they're doing an Arkham series and Matt Reeves did an interview recently because I've been watching loads of it because he's a really interesting guy to listen to actually um, and he was saying about how the w- the main plan with the Arkham series is if you if we bring someone into the Arkham series and they're going to be in a movie it will be that part it's like if you see, connected if you universe, see, if you see Mad sense. Hatter yeah. in Arkham and I think in the interview and he said something like Mad Hatter and I was like what? <laughs> I was like, fucking Mad Hatter or will be in the new Batman um, he was like that would be the Mad Hatter that we would bring in so we're so, uh, so which means they're obviously they're being very careful they're treating it with a bit of respect and stuff yeah, like that yeah. which is great I need to watch it again and again and again and again see where it sits I was like is it better than Mask of the Phantasm hmm but <laughs> um I, I really, really enjoyed it. I totally pulled more out of it that I enjoyed than I didn't. I'm sure as I watch it more, I will probably criticize a few th- I mean, like, even finishing it, I was like, this is great. It's the most detective he's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Riddler's riddles weren't that hard, though. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you know, I think I, I, yeah, I said I said one out loud the, the first already <laughs> he did, but um, I you know the the you finally you get to see a great version of Detective Mode. Yes, yeah, which yeah, again, <laughs> I'm trying to tread lightly and not spoil it too much, but you do get to see like a Detective Mode. The suit is straight out of the Arkham games, man, as well. Like he, I know it's been in the trailers, but you really get to see him use the suit, and I love the fact that there are certain things that he does where you're watching it going, you're not good at this yet. Yes, you're not good at what still you're. Learning I mean, to you're be Batman. you're fucking harder than a coffin nail. Like you'll fight and everything like that. But yeah, there's certain th- Batman things that he does yeah. where you're like, oh, that was a rough landing. That <laughs> yeah, bad. that one. You felt <laughs> I that really one. enjoyed you those ones. Yeah. They were um, great. So yeah, that was that was great. Um, the the ending, I like the ending. See, it did feel pace wise. It felt like the movie was like building and building and building, and it comes to this amazing crescendo about. Two hours and 30 minutes in, and you were like, yeah, and then it wasn't done, and you were, what okay, that is. And I still enjoyed yeah. it, but I was a bit like, oh, I think I'm at that point where I'm like, I can't argue against anyone who's like, you could have t- cut 20 minutes out of that movie. I'm like, you probably could, yeah, but I still didn't feel that it was too long at three hours, so I'm really like, sure, mm. I felt like it had too
0: many, <clears throat> many endings where I can't get a thinking, good, and yeah. scene and, and credits. And
1: <sighs> nope, there's and I, more. <laughs> I think that that last trailer, in a way. Didn't help because I was like, okay, I can already see what's going to happen with the Riddler because of because of that trailer. Because the trailer's okay, um, yeah. You know, again, and I it was and again they them, tried so. to make. It's funny, someone oh, someone said the other week, and I was like, fuck, you're right, because I was like, oh, they they basically tried to make seven a Batman movie, yeah, oh, absolutely. And then someone was like, seven is a Batman movie. Morgan Freeman's Batman and Brad Pitt is Robin, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch, Would that son of a bitch. That was, that was the, when the, the connection I made.
2: Um, oh I'm like who gets their head I was like who gets their head cut if Brad Pitts <laughs> <is, if Brad laughs> yeah. Robin yeah,
0: yeah I, but, I was definitely thinking of 7 when I was yeah, watching it because, again because of the grimy
1: look of Gotham and I do <laughs> he's finished his tournament sorry um, I, yeah yeah I mean again they, they brought the they brought Gotham to life in a wonderful way um, so I, I, I totally way more positives totally enjoyed it yeah we'll continue to enjoy it um, but it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot to dismantle in one go. All but right. I, th- but I honestly think it's the best, the best real interpretation of Batman. and I'm going to catch stick for that because they're like, no, Nolan, Nolan. It's like <laughs> no, it's still very much a real guy being Batman. Where like.
2: I oh, was up there, William. What did you
0: think of the Wikipedia's description of the Batman? <laughs> was it was it good?
3: Uh, well, I mean, when was I... it
2: three hours long? <laughs> well,
3: yeah, I read it in a short <laughs> Fucking read long. through it in twenty minutes. I mean, what's
1: everyone talking about?
2: Obviously, when I read it, when I read it through, I I not watched the trailers myself, so I didn't actually have the visuals to go along with it. But you you did get. I got the impression with the Riddler character, like he. In this one, they were trying to go with the Joker version of it. He, you know, the, Riddler is a maniac. You know, he's insane, and obviously, we need the Batman to obviously chase him down because, obviously, what you said it was like a, a seven movie. You know, this guy, we need somebody. Yeah. we yeah. May need somebody unhinged like Batman to take down this guy well, who is not, unhinged. No, because like I mean,
1: the, the and again, great bit of like sort of storytelling like, uh, uh, to put them where they are is <laughs> he's got one ally and got in. The Gotham City Police Department—that's Gordon. If you don't have Gordon, he ain't got Dick. Yeah. So it's not so much that they need him. I'd, I'd say it's almost like saying they begrudgingly accept his help. It's, they kind of don't at any point in the movie. Really. It's,
2: it, it also felt like three hours was just too much for just this one Batman movie. You have to watch it. I know to decide that though that's the why I'm gonna wait until one. it yeah. comes out on DVD because I can watch it at home I can pause it I can ingest it yeah, what totally. I've just seen. Yeah. I
1: already, I already it's, quite, it's like the Justice League thing right when yeah. it's like four hours it's like you don't have to watch it in four fucking yeah, no that's it I, yeah.
2: I already know I'm really gonna enjoy it because it's a Batman movie they're hitting all the notes that I need to see or the darkness or the grittiness you know just him beating the crap out of people the way you guys describe the fact that he's 90% Batman in this and Bruce Wayne only a little bit um. Well, volume, volume, a bit low. Um. Well, I'll just speak louder, guys. Like, uh, oh, thanks, everyone. It's, <laughs> it's nice that actually Robert Pattinson got this chance to play Batman, yeah. and not actually have to put out his Bruce Wayne. Where now, if they brought in a sequel, would we actually have more Bruce Wayne? Yeah, I'd,
1: I'd really hope that they expand on that and that we have more we see that, see, that I performance develop. I
2: don't actually think they need to do that because we already had that with Nolan, with Christian Bale. Yeah, but no, but you, like to you're saying, you, you would
1: expect, you would expect to see that
2: change, you know? Yeah, but you, do you not just want to see, you know, Robert, uh, Robert Pattinson actually just, like, train more, put on that suit and just beat the crap out of just... Like, uh, what what's the comic book where the city gets taken out?
1: No Man's Land, which they kind of... Um, because they, cause they, they, they something happens in. in this movie, yeah, that yeah. actually goes. No, into no them. man's land in the comics was there was a there was a huge earthquake in Gotham, and it basically turned, they, again they kind of did it in Dark Knight Rises where it turned into a fucking yeah, an escape from so New York.
2: So just go with that. Go with more pushing that. Do you really want the relationship with Catwoman?
1: I can always take it or leave it, but it's always a great um, in all of the books, man. It's always a great um, you know back and forth and. Uh, they really pushed it heavily in the last few years in the comics, actually. Uh, yeah. but, and, but also I thought that those two were great together. I thought they, that yeah, Zoe Kravitz the was great. Yeah, were great. There, there was actually a real, like, it sounds really funny because there's not a lot of Levy in this movie, but they had one of the funniest fucking scenes together, actually, where, like, she thinks he's about to do something and he does, it's, yeah, it's, I was like, I was watching, I was like, that nice. was actually way funnier than it needed to be. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I I would like to see it more, I, but I'd also do you know what? I wouldn't have a problem where you know, Catwoman kind of takes off for most of the next movie, maybe and yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, they, they've got that wonderful place to go where it's like they've started him really young, and they can you know they can age him up um, in the next in well, the that's next. That's it. One. If the films, yeah.
2: if films take a while to obviously produce, and Robert Pattinson gets older as he goes, that's fine. So at least do tend t- to happen. That, yeah. Would, yeah. Work. Yeah. <laughs> that would work.
4: work.
1: <laughs> Again, though, I'd like you know I'd like to see more. I'd like to give Colin Farrell more as Penguin. Yeah. I'd like to see more Andy Serkis as Alfred because that was very good. You know what I mean? Um, I uh, I I feel like the Riddler as much as I like the Riddler and everything like that. But I'm like I'm kind of like we can put that one. I think we can put that one to the side now and bring in a new main. Sort my, of my, one of my other of with, is the well, way I want to go. Basically. I was
0: I was very excited because I knew who was playing the Riddler in this one, Paul Dano.
1: Yeah, and see now and, I'd not seen yeah. that. Anything with him uh, in. Okay, <laughs> oh, so will there will be, be blood, blood is, which yeah, you know, I did just, yeah. just before uh, Batman came
0: sunshine. out. And so I was very excited to see time, what though. he could do with the character. He's only got 10 15 minutes of screen time. Mm. So I was like, like this is the major antagonist of the movie, and we don't get much time with him. and, but, and because he's very expressive he wears a mask the entire
2: time as well <laughs> I mean, so it's just, oh, but when yeah. you say not much screen time uh, but Batman's investigating him yeah does it did you want to see more Paul Dano yes or did. Or, yeah. or were you supposed to just get the Riddler look for in instance Heath Ledger's so when, Joker you got
0: lots of yeah, the Joker yeah, yeah, yeah. in this one you don't get a lot of the Riddler. Well, that's what yeah. you feel his presence because everything about the film is but, about figuring out what he's trying to do. That's what I was
2: worried about. Like I said, I only wicked it. I was worried they were trying to make the Riddler the new Heath Ledger's Joker by making him the new anarchist no, that I to school after. So. No, but that opening yeah. scene though is
1: great. If he's not, him. then well, that's really because, great. I actually, yeah. actually made me jump. There was, <laughs> there was a fucking jump scare in the first minute. I was like, oh shit! I was like, all right, is this what we're doing? Bastard. If, got if me. he's not, <laughs>
2: then then he is. Better off making the, the Riddler unique for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it will be an art, and then maybe get more. yeah,
1: yeah. but um, Dave is right in the chat that Peacemaker needs to be in the sequel. Naturally. Right, but then, <laughs> yeah. I now oh, think that Peacemaker should be in every DC thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> Peace,
2: yeah. he's he's um, Deadpool for DC. Totally well uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about anything uh, to catch up with <laughs> alright we, right. we played Die Hard uh, yeah, oh yeah we, we played Die Hard board game um, fucking was great we, um, well we had to we had to jimmy some of the things yeah that we had to figure it out like we had to <laughs> figure it out and then obviously the jump towards the end I did jump off the roof just as you were about to blow the roof and then relax. oh wait, you through. were McLean was I was McLean <laughs> and had to work out a whole card deck of oh, trying to defeat his terrorist guys um, we had our own objectives to do. Yeah,
1: like, I mean, you, I mean, so, like, McLean is kind of doing point... Like, each act is based on something in the film, and then the thieves are trying to basically just slow you down to get enough time where I've got to yeah.
2: open
1: the locks on the yeah. thing. So and I've got to try save. and yeah. stop
2: him before he can do that.
1: And, but-, but I can't open the last one until the last act, so it's kind of like... Uh, I don't, do I try and stop him here or do I try and make sure because if I haven't got enough locks open and stuff once you go, jump off the roof no right to be that tactical in you a way. should
2: have to just shoot hands but you have to go through this whole combat system where hands is invincible and you have to knock them out the window and Andy just went haha I'm going to blow up the roof and we'll blow up the roof so the terrorists won um, we
1: thought you'd won it at first because yeah, well, we well, misread I just the rules you so just shoot him in the, the face. fucking face and I was like a shit that was really face, you know? that was way too easy <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then we the rules like oh no it's way harder than that but
2: yeah well Man, I got to talk about Welcome to Raccoon City. I watched that <laughs> you, for the podcast. Yes. Yeah, we've been through yes, this. Yes, I have. You, I'm started. still on the Facebook. I'm, go, I'm, I'm going with it, man. How do you make a, a fucking Resident Evil movie without Barry Burton? You don't. You know, you do obviously because because I watched it. You know <laughs> they. How do you have? How do you have a, a, a Resident Evil movie where Leon is a pussy? How, I told you
1: it's based on Resident
2: how, Evil 2 how can you have Wesker and Jill in a relationship or what you're supposed to believe is a rela- relationship because uh, the movie is pushing it towards a relationship I even told Andy she even says Jill Sandwich in this movie like say what you want about the Paul Anderson movies. I couldn't movies even and fake I it I, was
1: gonna, oh, I wanted to wind you up be like that's great right I was like can't even do it can't
2: even do it <laughs> can't even bring myself to do it the, the Paul that's Anderson sparked. movies were bad but they weren't like, we said they were insulting, but then we watched this, and how insulting was it? Oh,
1: turns TV. out they were masterpieces. They're, they're, that's. Yeah that's how it feels like after a while well, we I keep know. asking why is this so fucking hard I, I don't why is, know why, why it's so hard, it so fucking like, hard? Like, just
0: give, give me the Resident Evil franchise movie rights I'm okay? glad hey, <laughs> well, there's
1: a series right there's a series coming see I thought I was.
0: one. Oh no yeah things. but that's a, that's an alternate universe Resident Evil what, it's what, where, where it's that's good, what, good. Where Wesker's got daughters and some such man
2: what, what, what fucking alternative universe was welcome to Raccoon 6 I, I don't so know it, stop calling in a city <laughs> it was a fucking town like the guy that plays William Birkin who name escapes me he's that, that actor who's uh, oh he's that guy what? what McDonough McDonough right he turns up like three times <laughs> you know he turns up at the beginning he fucking speaks to Claire and Chris he's like oh you're Claire and Chris Redfield ha <laughs> ha
1: how long until a zombie attacks someone? An hour. Minutes fuck that hour. noise! An and not going to happen. Meeting. Don't tell me the Batman is too long. Which is fucking. Because within three minutes, I was watching Batman beat the fuck out of someone. Said, the
0: entire, the entire underground facility that is this laboratory yeah. is an is is an office this the size of my room. yeah <laughs> Yeah.
3: Claire, Claire that's Claire the scale is that's, like, a,
1: that's a basement
3: Resident that's Evil not an underground a basement C-
1: driving
2: <laughs> to the city or town Raccoon City in the truck from Resident Evil 2 I right?
1: was oh, just about to say is she in like a Suzuki No, like, no a Vitara you know with the fucking yeah she's in this Yay. truck right? and
2: he's got this woman dog right and he's leching onto her he's grabbing her thigh like oh yeah baby right and fucking she, he's looking at her and he doesn't see the woman in the middle of the road so he's whacks it I'm going for spoilers I don't give a shit right Wax the zombie right the woman dies and as they're looking at the body and Claire turns around to give him shit because he's all worried he's going to lose his truck the zombie gets up and walks off cool just like zombies in the game. so is it better than Army of the Dead no oh man actually you know Army of the Dead has that was fun. merit has merit over Welcome to Raccoon City yeah they got a target it's, in that yeah, yeah. it was, so. It was, it was bad. so that's a plus yeah <laughs> So our uh, guardians of um, guardians of justice. On <laughs> Man, I finished uh, it. You haven't finished it. I know. Yet. And two and a half episodes in. Oh, okay. Well, okay. What do you think of the two episodes that you've seen? I don't like it.
0: It's like, it's a weird mix of live action, yeah. 8 bit animation, mm-hmm. hand drawn animation, mm-hmm. computer animation. Mm-hmm. No, I love it when jumps they do that It's in between though. all of it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this has got no fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They've got no money yeah. to do well, this. Well, on the
2: look it, has sounds quite a lot to pay them how good they've done I
1: think they did this for free dude but i do I you know what's interesting that what you actors. say about it is i was like because of watching it one of the criticisms that i heard come up about the batman was some when they talked about the narration someone was like, oh that was the worst bit i was like why is that the worst bit he's like because it's just like they just stole it from rorschach in watchman i'm like who is based on batman and <laughs> took that from <laughs> batman you stupid motherfucker and then we were watching fucking and then he was like well that gardens of justice that's interesting and so i was like
0: that, what the, the, the fuck the, <laughs> it's the Justice League you moron? And on. this
1: wasn't him by the way. I okay, was a okay. driver. It. it was someone else. Now, I, and I I like that it is different
0: and, you know, just as a setup, you know, for, for you guys, uh, if you don't know what the show is. Yeah. Imagine the Justice League, so Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all, all of the,
1: the but from you know, those favorites. Saturday morning cartoons that used yeah. to parody yes, yes. superheroes, mm-hmm. and like Round the Bend. Superman
0: kind of is so depressed. That he shoots himself in the head with a kryptonite bullet. And yeah. Asian. Uh, uh, yeah, and he's Asian. And then, story go from there. And so, you know, imagine Night a Hawk. world where they've had a Superman, then he's gone, or no, sorry, no. Uh, Marvelous You're Man. Say. <laughs> so. And uh, now that he's gone, the yeah. whole world falls into disarray.
1: You'll yeah. because- hate this, but me and him kept messaging each other. You have to call me Nighthawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nighthawk played by Diamond Dallas Page is yes. basically this this universe's Batman. Well, we only watched it for all the wrestlers it. in it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, really? Like as soon as he said, Oh, it's Diamond Dallas Page, I'm like, I have to see this. So then I binged five episodes and right, I obviously I've already said to the guys and warned them, like, I don't want to dwell on it, but we obviously do understand that there is a massive thing going on in Ukraine and the Russian situation <laughs> over there. Can't go into it too much, because obviously we'll be here for like How did you do that? How did
1: you get those two?
2: Because (laughs) in like the last three episodes of Guardians of Justice, which had just been fucking off the wall crazy with all of its animation and fucking Play Doh, fucking head exploding, and shit, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's gory. Yeah, it then,
2: right. it then it then could you have President Nukem don't you yeah President oh, Nukem so the American president who just wants to bomb a place Fuck give it, me man. a place to bomb there and he blows up the Taj Mahal it's,
1: it's matey from um, right? Stargate you've right? got a I don't I didn't recognise
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, fucking um, you're the, the main guy from the, the TV show. Yeah. I didn't um, watch Stargate as a symbol um, you've got this KKK fucking symbol the fucking uh, sons of Anubis who are planning on taking over the world mm. and at the same time you've got the Russians who, reminded me of who Cobra. are getting nervous and are wanting to drop the bomb and I'm like I'm, I'm watching this I'm watching the news I'm like what the fuck all I've got is they <laughs> starting to cross yeah I've, all I've got is DDP to save me and like <laughs> <laughs> I mean you you didn't mind about spoilers but do you want are you going to finish it or do you yeah, want yeah i will watch it eventually because yeah. man because it's weird I hope I it ends see.
1: with a group yoga session and it just shows everyone out it,
2: it got it turns up. out it's just an
1: advert for DDP yoga It, it would be great it was great I really enjoyed it yeah it was fucking weird it's fucking weird. better
2: than Welcome to Wrecking City well, I mean I've town no fucking <laughs> town I <laughs> <better> am <laughs> um,
1: to oh dude I watched um, oh uh, the the woman across the street from the lady in the window. Oh
0: yeah, I wore job it. remembering yeah. the title. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I
1: me. Mean, I don't think that's actually right, but <laughs> Fuck my life. I okay, so I watched this with my wife, with Donna, and it was like uh it was, it was that like okay, we started watching it and we instantly knew like okay, we're not enjoying this. But we had to see it through to the end to see what the fuck they were doing with it. And luckily, and the only reason we could, it was eight episodes and they were like thirty minutes, so we could just get through. It's Kirsten from the Good Place. Oh really? So I was like, I'll fucking watch this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now apparently, I didn't know this until four episodes in. I went and looked at the top rocker on Netflix and where they have the description. It says comedy, and I was like, when's that start? I don't again I don't want to spoil it because it's fairly new and you you might want to it's watch It's a it. Netflix movie isn't apparently, it? Apparently it's a series. Series. Um, oh and, but yes Netflix. Um and it's kind of like I have been told again a couple of people have, who have watched it have really enjoyed it and I I didn't get it apparently and they're like it's satire and I'm like I'm going to need to google satire because
4: <laughs> this
1: fucking thing um there, there's like um there there's the worst decisions ever made by any parent ever especially made by a man who's got, like, advanced degrees in psychology. Oh. Um, And this event happens to, like, their kid where you're like, oh, my God, that's so fucking horrific and ridiculous. This must be, like, her interpretation of it. Like, she's blaming herself like it's a psychosis, and then another episode goes by, and you're like, oh, no, this is where they're going with it. Okay. Okay. Um, the finish the finish was so and I'm not I'm not even going to give details because like fuck it if I suffer for it you guys can suffer for it just watch it but um, the finish of it was so bad that me and Donna at the exact same time it's like it does this thing and it's like clearly set up for a new one um, the character says her last line as it fades to black and at the exact same moment me and Donna just went fuck off oh. like, it's like it was that bad it was one bit that really made me that Donna said because there's a point where there's like these really like like uh, sort of like out of nowhere sex scenes you know right, when they okay. just put, like these like re- you know like you're like what's them. This- they've been fucking for a while like you know, <laughs> where they're like having sex on the stairs they're naked on her stairs like just going at it and my wife was like bullshit you can't fuck for that long on stairs <laughs> and i looked at her and she's like member and i was like oh yeah I remember yeah it was uncomfortable right <laughs> so we're gonna be avoiding that oh man Bruce yeah that was too long we did, to actually yeah z- we did. Uh, I did start playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy dropped on Games Pass oh nice <laughs> I, was, I was like um, that was an alright game I see I'm, nice. not, I'm not all the way through it but um, I've like, seen
0: bits of it and I was like that's enough that compared, I'd like to play compared
1: to Avengers well, it's yeah, fucking genius a, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah man it's got some really cool mechanics I mean it's essentially a third person fucking shooter you know squad based one where you only play a Star Lord which I ain't got a problem with but so a few people like, oh I want to play all the Guardians um, without you know, you, it being too much like to Avengers. Use, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but you do get to, like, you know, set... Squat, fucking Drax, do this, Gamora, do this and stuff. Um, so it's got some nice upgrades and things. It looks great. Soundtrack is perfect. It's Question. got dialogue options. Do they
0: have the voice cast from yeah. the movies? No, 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 movies, no. Okay. You
1: know, um, Are they
0: good? Are they replicating them or are they no, doing
1: their own no, thing? No, they're, they're just, the, this is another version of Guardians. Okay. It's the That's same fine, characters. Yeah. It's the same, you know, so tra- it, Drax is like fuck Gamora and all that stuff, you know. But, okay. So, so yeah, yeah. You'll recognise it all, but no, it's a totally different voice. Okay. In fact, the only criticism I'd give is Star-Lord and Rocket's voices are actually quite similar to okay. so a couple of times I was like who the fuck said that right. <laughs> um, but you get dialogue options with Star-Lord where you might want to encourage them either way and it will affect how the story's playing out uh, but it's got a couple of really good um, mechanics uh, apart from sort of like you know fucking you know ultimate fucking you know things that you can do in battle but you if you die if the team gets dropped you have a huddle
0: oh wow and so you see it
1: POV from Star-Lord yeah right. and all the guardians gather around you and they'll start we're not going to make it we're going to die and you have to look certain keywords will appear on the screen that they're saying like it's there's no hope there's no hope you know yeah. and then you've got to pick the right dialogue option to get a, to continue get the, a better go. yeah and like if you get the right one that's you get cool. more fired up and they come back with full fucking health and everything and it's, beep,
4: that's beep,
1: a nice thing the first time you do it you were like Oh, so in fact, ACDC's playing in the background or something like that. Okay, I'm going to play this. He's sliding on his knees, <laughs> slow-mo fucking shooting yeah. the balls off of someone, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, it was one of those where you're playing like, this is great. Nice. <laughs> I fi- I finished Mars Morales on the PS5, so I needed something else, and apparently I was just going to jump. Another, another. Game. Yeah, well, I was going <laughs> to play Mass Effect 2 because I'd done the first one. Yeah. And that dropped. I was like, well, I've got to give it a go, and within two minutes, I was like, This is, this is what I I'm. Re- Fleetwood Mac came on. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> what a
0: what a choice. Mm. I mean, uh, game wise, um, you can't get me to play almost anything right now. Mm-hmm. Other than Elden Ring.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh,
0: Over 120 hours in my main character. And uh, for the character I'm playing with on stream at the moment, uh, I think about 15, 20 hours thereabouts for that character. And I know that... Elden Ring is going to be a game I'm going to be playing for a large part of this year mm. um, and if any of the others you know uh, Dark Souls games or anything to go by there will probably be a, a sizable DLC or additions uh, to the game as well but uh, it's absolutely blown me away like it's given me all of the visual vistas that I crave which is cathedrals castles ruins you know day day and night cycle weather cycles it is absolutely lush um but uh, and, and of course it, it's the dark souls mechanics but yeah. just uh, just perfected even more yeah absolute top rate game it's the best game i've I've played personally for for me in a long, long time, uh, so I'm absolutely adoring it right now. And any time I get time, uh, I just want to be playing Elden Ring. <laughs> um, but uh, in terms of TV shows, uh, Star Trek Discovery, I think it's season five. I know, I've lost track of the numbers oh, of the season, uh, but uh, that you know, Star Trek Discovery, it's 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 it it, 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 it it's like a wavelength uh, in terms of its quality, and, and it and it peaks <laughs> and it drops, it peaks and it drops, and I thought it was going to keep dropping. Uh, but the last you know towards the end of the season it was really star trekky um and i really enjoyed that uh, star trek picard season 2 star trek picard was an absolute atrocity it was a betrayal of Star Trek it was a betrayal of the character betrayal (laughs) betrayal it was absolutely horrible it was my dad that got me into Star Trek he's washed his hands of Star Trek he won't go near any Star Trek anymore um, after Picard season one that's how betrayed he felt um, which is understandable, uh, but Picard season two, oh man, it's they turned things around. It. I, I'm like when the episode ended, I was like, mm. next episode. When episode two ended, I was like, next episode, please. So I'm like, it's it's hooked. It, it's working. It's, it's that's really good, good, man.
1: That's nice to hear. I, I I I think I watched a couple of episodes of Picard, and I just sort of like I just fell out of it. Well, yeah, um, but no, <laughs> like, so Dude, bad. I mean, nothing fucking happened. I was just like,
0: ah. I mean, like I, I watched Red Letter Media, and they did uh, a breakdown. of, of the first episode and Rich Evans made a prediction and if that comes to true then fuck Picard season two fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> it fuck it
1: off
0: the planet if they do
1: that you're done you're done you turn it off you're I have done. a very stern email to go to Red <laughs> um,
0: but also I guess I think one of the most impressive shows this year as well uh, has been Euphoria season two I've talked about it on a couple of podcasts and on a few live streams um, but th- that show was so uh, so intense and uh, and uh, the first season didn't really get much limelight but the second season has been in the news it's been trending you know it's it's brought up all like of the debates the about no, about, about dr- damage, drug addiction right? uh, whether the show's glorifying it or or is you know it's very anti uh, drugs uh, drug abuse and drug addiction uh, beautifully acted Yes, there's there's lots of nudity and there's there's, but there's lots of violence and there's lots of drug use, but there's the characters you in there. my attention. Yes, yes, they are all you know like hyper hyper stylized versions of real people, um, but uh, but the drama that comes forward Order. is absolutely <laughs> yeah it, yeah I, I get emotional with every episode and it, it's been absolutely great and I can't wait to see. Uh, more from this writing team these actors this show uh, and it's not normally a show that I would ever like go to watch um, but uh, it, it's absolutely fantastic sweet
2: yeah. I'll probably watch it at some point
0: nice nice, nice. send
2: yeah Girl, like
1: oh, that's why good. it's got so much yeah, hype no, at the minute. Because she's she's, um, she's she's in a lot right now. She's yeah. like yeah. a Doom, female Sam, Ro-
2: Sam Worthington to me at the moment. She 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 just appears to be in everything, or they're trying to sell her in all these different. Well, things. they are. She's a big and, name at the moment, and she's yeah, so. doing well. But I can only take. So it's much. Quite, it's,
1: so it's kind much. of like how Tom Holland is also, you know, he's had his yes. Uncharted movie, and now the other week they were like, he's going to be in um, a God of War series, and I was like, <laughs> no. And I went, oh, cool. What they're going to have him as a trust and they were like, no, Kratos. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's a, no
4: movie, right? it's, a well, it's a Sony movie, right?
2: It's going to be a fucking Sony movie. But I'm, I'm, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm someone online
1: Like, well, who <laughs> would you cast as Kratos? I was like, Triple H in a heart. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Have someone Man. else do the voice. Don't matter. The
2: fucking guy. He doesn't even need to act. Sons of Anarchy. Fucking Opie. Just stick a beard on. And shave his fucking head. He <laughs> plays that fucking could work. Beta.
1: That could work. But yeah, uh, it just made me laugh when they said about it, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah." Sony I
2: was movies. like,
1: "Man, <laughs> Tom Holland is like you know the young Atreus, or even because of like God of War 2 where they're going to age him up a little bit." I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that would work." No, it's Kratos. Get the fuck out! Like, and I like Tom Holland, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no. <laughs> righty,
0: let's get into the news, shall we? Now, yes. uh, there's always. Um,
1: oh, yeah, let's do oh, this. Oh. It's gonna
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's always uh, got to get
2: a star out But way.
0: Uh, we, we always like to celebrate um, those celebrities or those in the media that have inspired us or brought characters to life that we've uh, cherished and loved in, in that media In so, our
2: defense, we don't actually aim to do this. It fucking happens. Well, it's life, isn't it? it, 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 it so, of course. Yeah.
1: So, uh, it's it's because, like, who fucking died this month? <laughs> yeah it's bad but it's true
0: it is but we like that we don't want to go down on it we want to celebrate what yes. they brought yes. to Hell the screen yeah. to
1: us Hell
0: yeah, um, and so we're going to talk about the wwe two-time hall of famer scott hall known as razor ramon mm-hmm. who uh, passed away at the age of 63 uh, his nickname became the bad guy and his catchphrase was say hello So the bad guy, which was inspired by Al Pacino's Tony Montana Scarface. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Scott left the WWF at the time in 96 and joined WCW. And he co-founded the uh, NWO, the New World Order, with Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash. Uh, Scott was a WWF Intercontinental Champion four times. And he won the WCW United State Heavyweight Championship twice. And he was a nine-time WCW World Tag Team Champion. Damn, and uh, I uh, obviously I when I got back into the WWF, uh, he had already moved on to the yeah. WCW, and yeah. I didn't really follow that show, so I yeah. was only made aware when he came over. But I know you guys knew of him, man. It, yeah. Like it, it
2: doesn't get any easier. I said to somebody uh, that uh, in work who's a massive wrestling fan, and obviously when it was announced during the week, like remember when Owen Hart died? Mm-hmm. he It fucking hurt because it was like so sudden with. Scott Hall, we kind of knew a couple of days before, but it was just literally announced through Kevin Nash's Instagram, like, the family are going to be getting together and they're going to be switching off his machine. So it was like, oh, this is done. You know? Yeah, it's like,
1: weird, man. You like, don't... I have to get used <laughs> Sounds to... Sounds we don't normally get a lot of notice when wrestlers
2: die, do we? That's it, that's it. It's a it. shock, yeah. And then then it happened, and I just... Y- you know, I, like, I know I'm an old man, fucking almost 40, fucking talking about a wrestling... You know, guy that I fucking loved for a couple of but years but back
1: in our day <laughs> yeah
2: but as soon as he passed I went back and watched his matches mm. and I'm just like this is like watching you know like a rock singer or a fucking badass actor go out and do their thing you know he was there in the middle of Madison Square Gardens you know fucking surrounded by like 300,000 people screaming his name playing it like the guy literally walked down the fucking aisle and flicked his hair and oh, everyone dude, went yeah. you know he was a fucking and he then he'd he go and get star. fucking wasted with his buddies and they drink and drive to the next town and there was a there was a part where like obviously he was gonna die so then he got with ddp and diamond Dallas page helped him with the yoga and he started to get off the drink and the drugs because yeah. obviously he'd be fucking being partying all his life and so he lived for fucking 10 15 years longer than well, that, he really should
1: have yeah i mean it was it was it was part of the Resurrection of Jake Snake documentary wasn't it Is it was Jake and Scott Hall who both went through it in the in DDP's crib and everything like that which yeah it was amazing as, as a fantasy so I, I mean I loved him when I was a kid as Razor Ramon obviously I was like totally starry eyed with him because he was he, he looked and he had such a good look I mean he's, yeah. he's famed for being like the the best wrestler that was never a world champion yeah but also he he didn't need it you know and I've, I've loved I've said before I absolutely loved Watching uh, what's called shoot interviews, you know, uh, with with wrestlers who talk about you know their their real life experiences, and him and Kevin Nash do the best shoot interviews, man. And yeah. you know, he he's he he's always he's talked about. And, and again, yeah, the, the guy had his demons, and I mean, he pissed a bunch of people off at times and stuff. But then there's been such an outpouring of sort of um, support and wonderful stories about him, saying about what a selfless wrestler he was. I went back and watched matches with me and I mean I'd, I'd recommend to anyone there's there's some classic matches everyone always jumps to uh, Shawn Michaels and him in the ladder match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. 10 fuck yeah, yeah. watch that match it's a great match it's a great ladder match um, you know but the um, the one that always sticks out to me is from a random Raw show in 93 where it's Razor versus a jobber called called The Kid uh, who Sean I Waltman Sean Waltman Shawn who Waltman. would go on to be X-Pac and again this is a tiny you know fucking Scott Hall was a big dude he's throwing the kid around one side of the ring to the other and the kid he, he's in the corner Scott Hall runs in kid gets out of the way bang hits himself on the turnbuckle he's all like this and the kid goes up on the top and he does a moonsault this was 93 people did not backflip off of the fucking top <laughs> yeah. bar, and he pinned him in the middle of the ring and obviously it was a shoe thing and like you know he ran out and it's uh, him on that yeah. career path and that the, that only comes about no one at that size that kind of guy at the at where he wasn't caught would dare risk that to be pinned by a guy that size that's how selfless and that's the fucking thought that he had for the future of the business where he was like yeah, those yeah. are the guys that are going to carry us into the next thing the, that's because the sort of so,
2: that was the, that was his heel Razor Ramon character and then he'd yeah. go face Razor Ramon yeah, and they'd tag together short, and stuff they'd be the then click he, then he'd leave um, and then he'd do then the Monday Night Wars he was basically there as the foundation for that you know that's pretty much dude he got the whole industry paid six, him and until 2002 yeah. every time these guys are Oh, man yeah, he, he,
1: yeah. them jumping the WCW and getting those guaranteed contracts changed the way people got paid in the wrestling business and got all the boys on guaranteed guaranteed fucking contact, contracts yeah. you know which is incredible you know so um, yeah, dude. I watched this fucking Hall of Fame speech. I was bawling like a baby. Yeah, yeah I man. did It was well. amazing. But um, I did real quick as well that I love this fucking story. It cracks me up as well because he, he, he was he was a fucking joker. So when he was in WCW and he was told he had to go into rehab because again he had a lot of problems. With yeah, yeah. And Eric Bischoff, who ran WCW, was not the best fucking manager of stuff like this. he's but Supplying the. <laughs> literally. So, so before he's about to go in, apparently he goes and Eric Bischoff told the same story as well, and so is Sting. The other guy in it goes into the bar. Scott Hall's at one end of the bar. Sting is at the other end of the bar, another wrestler. And Bischoff is sat over here in a booth. And so Scott Hall tells the waitress, send Sting shots of Jack Daniels and give me shots of Diet Coke. Oh, no. And so they're like, do it. And they're like, going what? shop what? for shop yeah. and he's like Bischoff is over here he's like I can see him seething at me just getting mad around. he's like I'm supposed to be going in a rehab the yeah. next day yeah. and so afterwards he sort of he jumps, he's like fuck this and goes walking up to him and stuff and he starts as they say cutting a promo on him shouting and yelling and stuff as the waste is bringing it over and over it. So goes just staring at him and just <laughs> casually goes smell it just puts <laughs> in his face he's like it's Diet Coke And he's just like You're a
2: fucking asshole What's <laughs> up <laughs> I was just like Legend
1: You're my hero
0: <laughs> Well speaking of another legend Sadly that passed away this last month mm. Is actor William Hurt Yeah he Passed away at the age of 71 You know And uh, he won the Oscar For Kiss of the Spider Woman He was nominated many other times Man what a film Yeah <laughs> You know He's a, a very intense And very skilled actor He delivered memorable roles in films such as Altered States, Body Heat, The Big Chill, Dark City, and A History of Violence. Mm. You know, he also made numerous appearances in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as General Ross with his first appearance in The Incredible Hulk.
1: Should have been Red Hulk. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) And uh, Hurt has once said that he never explains my movies. It just ruins the emotion. And he said, I love saying that line. There is no point to explaining what I do, but at some point... You just have to do it the work is the best that i have to offer and that's what i want to be eloquent at uh, was, so very understated yeah. and you know and, and an absolute legend who's just has a presence on screen whether it's a big role or the or the main role
1: do you know that's a great because you've obviously labeled his greatest hits there absolutely but it's like i really liked him in michael you right know that movie yeah. where john travolta yeah. played the fucking angel yeah, yeah. he yeah. was great in that yeah I know, I quite like, like that movie. Yeah, though. that's the
2: thing. He had a lot of minor roles in films that were just really, really kind of memorable, like like Dark City, you know. Yeah. And I, like, I'll never the forget that. It's a strong hand, isn't he? It's
1: a strong hand to bring in.
2: I've only yeah. ever seen Older States once, but mm, what same. he goes through in that, I'm like, holy motherfucking shit, how did this guy never just go off and make, you know, more. But I, like, William Parrot was always like a. I don't know, like a like a stage actor, you know, like he could exactly. he, he the strength of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, could yeah. carry a he character presents, across presents, in front yeah. of a live audience and make you believe that. Instead of obviously, he didn't need all the special effects and you know um, crazy action to make his characters. But when he turned up as General Ross. Like he he really made me feel for Ross's care for uh, yeah yeah
0: he, man he elevated the material by
2: his presence being in there yeah, Just
0: he, like you, yeah. you take it seriously
1: and again you're th- you're talking early in the, the MCU wasn't the MCU yes it wasn't so that was a big get yeah and I don't, I don't think without actors like that willing to be like I'll be in these comic book movies Yeah. Fucking Scorsese um, <laughs> you know but it's like I'll do that you don't you don't get to Winter Soldier and have fucking Robert Redford yeah. saying Hail Hydra oh. you know yeah. like a fucking that's Robert Redford saying Robert a line Redford. from a comic book that's been around for like 60 years or whatever yeah. so yeah man um i he, he, I, he's just one of those guys where you just sort of like he hasn't really ever he may, may have may been in some just, dodgy movies, but he's never really turned in a bad performance. Uh, never,
0: never. No. No. He's one yeah. of those. That's why again we'll celebrate him. Go and watch some of his movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next bit of news here. Um it's well, I mean this is this is just basically quashing rumors that have been going around for a while. Okay. Uh, in my eyes anyway. And that is that Konami has let the web domain for Silent Hill expire. And it has now been acquired and purchased by a fan. Uh, (laughs) This pretty much just in the eyes of anyone anticipating another Silent Hill game. The fact that Konami have just gone, we should renew the rights to keep the web
1: domain for. Can our we make property. a Pinko machine out of it? No, fuck it. <laughs> right. So, uh,
0: it, it, for me, it's just a case of going. Yeah, it really looks like there's not going to be another. Was site. the man called in... Hideo
1: Kojima? No. <laughs> in that case,
0: we don't. Know. The thing. The thing is, the moment the web domain was have a good um, The uh, it was a quote from. Uh, I think it's I can't remember it's uh, the, the guy who created Pinhead there was basically uh, a Pinhead Pyramid Head. I was going to say put a, put, a quote, <laughs> put a quote on the top of the page so basically just changed a few things and just nothing's changed other than the Konami doesn't own it anymore and they won't apparently so Wait, they, they, don't, no, they don't own you know, the web page of, of the Silent official Silent Hill website but they yeah. still own they own Silent Hill the property well, I mean, the they, they can still yeah. make a game yeah but know? they just won't, they just won't be able make to make another web space yeah yeah, no, sorry. Just, yeah, like, But it just seems, you know, it's just because everyone keeps going, is there going to be another Silent Hill game? There's probably, there's probably going to be one, but that there just goes, it looks like Konami Konami's doesn't like, care. No. Or Konami
2: forgot it exists. Computer <laughs> says no. <laughs> <laughs> What's a web page Dude, nowadays? yeah,
1: but that's the thing shit lapses, and sometimes people get it because they yeah. you know.
2: Well, in the live are,
1: chat oh,
0: right now, apparently Konami just recently trademarked again Silent Hill. Ah, uh, yeah. So.
2: the the rumours continue that's it because that expired (laughs) they're like oh shit yeah do you
1: know and that's another good point someone's just made there it's like I am shocked that they haven't at least jumped on the well fuck it if you're going to remake Resident Evil I'm just going to remake Silent Hill, as well, that's a really good point. Although, again, you say that, it's like a no brainer. I'm like, where's my Dino Crisis remake?
0: Well, 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 Capcom are teasing the hell out of people this year. <laughs> yeah, they've been teasing me for like the last
1: 15
2: years with that shit. Yeah. I
1: always <laughs> don't remake the third one. Jurassic
2: that's- Park's a big thing again. Like, yeah. Dinosaurs Let's should shoot be. A big dinosaurs, big come on! Yeah. Do you know what yeah. Sony should make? They should make a Dino Crisis movie. I mean, why not? Next in the news <laughs> th- of horror franchises
0: that run out of ideas, where do they go next? Space. space.
1: Oh, you need to cut Tim Curry in. <laughs> yes. Nice. <on> the, <laughs> <Yes. place. laughs>
0: the Amityville horror franchise oh, there has been going from 1979 all the way up until now this year. There are only officially 10 movies in, in the actual saga of the Amityville house, but there are actually 40 plus movies with Amityville in the title, including zombies in the house with Amityville uprising werewolves in the Amityville I, house I thought in you meant zombies moon. in the
1: house was the actual oh, subtitle, like, zombies, <laughs> in like zombies in the <laughs> house
0: like in the Amityville no I mean th- yes there has even been sharks in the Amityville house what yes yes uh, there have been how but, have we not seen this I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> why do I have I don't it on DC? this feels like something you'll make us watch <laughs> as a trailer at some point like...
0: <laughs> but now the Amityville house is in space in the year 3015 outside a black hole and it starts a galactic battle of good versus evil now this is incredibly super low budget very amateur but it could be fun and it's out this summer. <laughs> this is
1: what happens when fans fans purchase websites. It that's is. Fun. It <laughs> is. It is. Silent here uh, in space. It is so
0: Make ridiculous it. that uh, it just had to be commented. You upon. showed me the yeah. poster
1: earlier. I was like, "That's funny." What fan made that? He's like, "No, let's do that's like, what. Yeah, what that's happening? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> truly, we uh, are. The, the trailer
0: is out on YouTube. You can now watch the trailer for Amityville in Space, and you will see how low budget. I mean, this is this is lower budget than a trauma movie. I okay,
1: just, I hope. This the sharks in the basement are still there with
0: <laughs> right? the zombies and the werewolves and, yeah yeah it was a demon originally wasn't it <laughs> okay next bit of uh, of news here is uh, the the walking dead it's coming to its end uh, but there are numerous spin-offs and shows trying to keep amc afloat i guess because it was their flagship show for a while yeah uh, but another spin-off from amc that sees the walking dead now in new york city And that gets me excited because we only got the city, really, in the first season of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it was Atlanta, wasn't it? In Atlanta, yeah. yeah, They did go back there. And it was was fucking great. There there was a tank. It was awesome. (laughs) Yes. And so, uh, now, spoilers. I'm not going to go into any spoilers because they've already announced some cast members from The Walking Dead that will be in it. So I'm not going to mention mm-hmm. who they are because i ruined that for myself. I'm like, well, in that case, they survived the show. You you know 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 what? What? Yeah, that's uh, funny because
1: I haven't watched it to the end. Yeah, so I'm not going to say lie. who
0: they are. Ah. So be careful because the news is out there. Um, but um, uh, the it's only going to be six episodes long. So about six hours of a show. And uh, the the tag for it is the Isle of the Dead will see... These characters, we know, traveling into a post-apocalyptic Manhattan long cut off from the mainland. It's going to be a crumbling city filled with the dead and denizens who have made New York City their own world uh, full of anarchy, danger, beauty and terror. And it's due out next year,
1: 2023. And they've got 24 hours to get the president out <laughs> right. of the virus. Will kill him. Bum, bum, <laughs> kill him. Bum, bum, bum. Guy with an iPad running
0: around with a machine gun. <laughs> well, speaking of zombies still, uh, Wormwood Apocalypse will be arriving straight to DVD and Blu-ray yeah, on May two. 12th this year. Uh, it's a sequel to wormwood road of the dead from 2014 which we did review, we did review. Uh, a while back bad. and it's an australian it. zombie comedy horror zombies with lots of road. splatter gore oh, and very man. very, very bizarre characters the uh, the sequel for this one uh, explains that it's going to be following a soldier in a zombie-infested australian wasteland who has dedicated his life to tracking and capturing survivors for the surgeon general in hopes of finding a cure
2: it's gonna be so low budget and shit but every it's now and gonna and buy
0: on DVD, DVD ain't you? <laughs> yeah, no I'm not gonna buy <laughs> well, that well
2: it's on only DVD. been born on DVD can't see it. The i not gonna buy that DVD I will um seek her he's a nice piece uh, uh, of, uh, of shit <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> only
0: can <Callion>. you <laughs> well, the, the nope.
2: next the next film i will be buying will be the Batman <laughs> I'm not I can't I'm, yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Meg 2 it's officially happening they've actually got their in, in production now Meg 2 this The Trench a oh, I it's sh- gonna be released I hope released. the shark
1: punches him back this time
0: oh. next summer August 4th is the date right now and yes Jason Stapham will be back as uh, Jonas Taylor the only man the only man who has punched a megalodon in the face and lived. (laughs) (laughs) The sequel will also star Cliff Curtis and Sienna Gilroy, who you might remember from the Resident Evil movies. (laughs) Oh wait, which girl? Uh, the one who played Jill Valentine I love her yeah
2: Yeah, I love her this
0: one's going to be directed by Ben Wheatley who you might remember as the director for Kill List or Sightseers nice so it should have you know that air of fun to it and style to it man
2: if it's if if fucking Ben Wheatley (laughs) sticks to it it's going to be dark Meg made a Ton of it money in the cinema. The, the, money, the cinema. I saw it in the cinema. Now I can on only D. hope that we get
0: more Megs and then more carnage. <laughs> the dog bit is so bullshit. The film is
2: so fucking bullshit. And I, I watched it in the <laughs> cinema and bought it on DVD. And I haven't watched it since. <laughs> the
1: dog bit is. I'm like, eat that fucking kid and be teach be. that shit parent a lesson.
0: Jaws too. Right. That's,
2: that's the terrible person man, I am. The fucking Meg is so bad. That's why I love Jaws too. Jaws 2 <laughs> is amazing.
0: Halloween ends. Halloween does it end? Nothing. Will it end? Will this be the last? Halloween, Halloween ends Halloween tonight. Night. <laughs> the evil dies tonight. The evil they, dies. Tonight. They have reported that they have wrapped and that the film will be in theaters this October. David Gordon Green has recently said that there will be a four-year time jump, so it's not going to be the next what? day again. What? A four-year time jump right, so between? He, it's going to gonna be.
2: It's going to be in space, isn't it? <laughs> so it's going to be in space. So he fucking kills Laurie's daughter. Yeah. In the house yeah. and does what for four years? Does he just go and sit in that blind man's hut like he did in fucking Halloween Five? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's trying to find them the whole time. They take his mask off of him again. He has to go find. Uh, it they in the said of the road.
0: they've said that this new film is going to be more intimate and more self-contained than the the sprawling Halloween Kills. <laughs>
2: It's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. <laughs> like Halloween Kills was bad, but at least he killed people. This is gonna be intimate. Yeah, it's gonna be it's <laughs> him <laughs> and Laurie in a fucking house for two hours, just following each other around. He Sa- sounds himself- better than Halloween he's- Kills, though. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he's so- locked himself in a house and he's, he's made traps for her. She's <laughs> yeah. a fucking. So we're gonna see this in cinema. I'm gonna buy it yeah, on DVD. Well, yeah, we're going go to have to say We have to. We've we done the first.
1: Fuck it, we got to see this. Strip. I need to see
2: Evil die that yeah. night. <laughs> I'm, not about, well, I'm still of, going to buy on DVD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> speaking of Evil, the WWE Evil. A documentary series on Peacock will be, uh, spotlighting the most evil villains in the whole of the WWE. Oh, for a uh, okay, episodes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Spotlighting Hollywood Hogan, The Miz, Sasha Banks, The Brothers of Destruction, Randy Orton, Stephanie McMahon, Ric Flair, and Roman Reigns. WWE Evil is apparently going to be exposing new details from the characters who defined a generation of WWE, including each villain's history, their key rivalries, and career-defining moments. Sasha Banks?
1: Well... When you put WWE Evil in a documentary like on Peacock, for a minute Bear, I was like... Well, no, I was, I was more thinking, thinking like, Papa is it an expose Shango? or something? And then you were like, Peacock, well, no, there's there deals not, on it's fucking it's Peacock. be
2: expose, is it? Well, like, yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's Peacock. That's what Family-orientated. But I was thinking, like, fucking... You know, like, Papa Shango, fucking... You know, fucking Paul Bearer and like illegal like, villains. Just, I'm guessing these are the most most modern ones. Well, no,
1: I mean. Yeah, but it, Brothers of Destruction were never villains. Well, they were. They were always. No, they
0: evil. Weren't.
2: no,
1: not when they were together. They weren't fucking ba- villains, bad ones. Well, neither were, were fucking... Sasha
2: Banks, but you can see what they're doing. Oh, they went bad once and people booed them.
1: Hey, if it's see- on the network I'll watch yeah, it because yeah, I we'll fucking paid it. for it yeah, for so. sure
2: but uh, it, it looked interesting the promotional stuff for the
0: series makes it look interesting and oh yeah in- interviews with these characters the behind the scenes the, the feuds it's it's promo material
1: Stephanie McMahon though fucking hell
2: what is she, she <laughs> in the list is she yeah oh yeah that girl's evil it's a pain in the ass. Evil to my
0: pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Evil to my pants.
0: <laughs> Let's Quantum Leap right out of here into the next story. <laughs> Another reboot. Well, we knew this was coming. Do-do. We knew it was coming, Do-do. but now Do-do. they have cast, their principal cast for the Quantum Leap reboot, uh, which includes Raymond Lee, Ernie Hudson, and Mason Alexander Park. Oh, so oh, now, I know. I know. Uh, Raymond Lee will be playing a world-renowned physicist and a man of faith who is also working on Quantum Leap, a time travel project? Uh, but when he uses the project on himself, he's transported back to the late '80s, and he's st- and he's struck with amnesia. Oh man,
2: are we that yeah, old Yeah, that that's what I was thinking. We're that old now. now the, the 80s, 80s is so, yes. <laughs> that's as far back as I could possibly
0: go. Oh man, man sp- are we, we are in that bubble of nostalgia. That's why Stranger Things, you oh, know, it's no. the 80s.
2: nostalgia. You want to go back in time. Go properly fucking back in time and shit. The oh, 1980s. No, was true, you're
1: right. Oh, I had bro. the same, as soon as I saw the late 80s, <laughs> I was like, oh no. Fuck.
0: Well,
2: They have oh, announced
0: man. that this is not a reboot. It's a, <clears throat> soft reboot. So it's a reboot. <laughs> so uh they they've explained that this guy is going to be picking up the technology of what was left after uh, Scott Bacula's uh <laughs> Sam Beckett used the machine and Ernie Hudson's going to be the one running the facility uh in, in the present. Oh, so Ernie Hudson's the new owl? Yes.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, yeah, when I'm I saw his name I was like, please let Ernie Hudson Ex- be that owl. That
0: was the that was the casting that got me excited. we yeah. seeing Ernie Hudson I was like, yes. Wait, who's who's playing who's can to jump Back through time, um, I believe it's Raymond, Raymond Lee is going to be the <laughs> one traveling back.
2: Yeah, uh, nice to get a new freshness. Uh, and they, they can bring um Scott Bakula in in like exactly. graphic mode if, if they want and stuff. Well, they, they've
0: uh, they've not let anybody know whether uh, Scott Bakula's going to be in it or not. Well, and okay. okay. yeah, yeah, they are, they are. Oh, they're going to oh, keep that under Sam
2: Beckett be- He stayed in that fucking conjunction, n- there, he, he never right? got yeah. made it home. That was no, how the well, show ended, he didn't So,
1: having Stan Lee in every episode. He's just randomly in every episode for no reason. <laughs> or like, it's never explained until the last the new episode. he's the evil
2: guy. He's actually gone mad and he's trying to kill the new Scott Bakula, or Sam Beckett, so that he can get back to the future. <gasps> back to the future. No, no. <laughs> oh,
1: dude, do you remember, like, I d- yeah, when they brought the evil Leapers in from the other universe into Quantum Leap, the yeah. Universe, spoilers.
2: Yeah. But, oh, fuck. Yeah, was Wasn't like that
1: season Sliders? Season. No, <laughs> no. No, <laughs> <complete>. Leap <laughs> like, Season five,
2: there were evil yeah, 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 Leapers yeah, yeah. coming back. yeah, yeah. yeah. I love me some Quantum Leap I'm mm-hmm. all fine I? I need the box set I need that motherfucking box um, Christmas time I need the box set Fuck boxer.
4: you your <laughs> <laughs> <Fire> wife <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. uh, here's a, an update on the evil dead movie evil dead rise uh, according to the filmmakers the visual editing is now complete it's now just sound effects and music score to go they've said that they have been editing the movie for six months uh ready to release the deadites into theaters later this year uh, the synopsis that they've released for the film explains that in the fifth evil dead film a road weary beth Plays an over pays an overdue visit to her older sister Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped LA apartment. Oh no! The sisters' reunion is. I'm sure Sure. it's called Rise because because it's in a rise, a high rise. Yeah, it's we've had it in a cabin, we've had it in a town now we've got it in a skyscraper it's demons mm-hmm. in the skyscraper and of course they find the Necronomicon somebody says the where? wrong words where I was spent, it, was,
2: it was under the sofa <laughs> Nicky, okay. oh, what's this? <laughs> oh it's my book covered in flesh so bound in demon flesh it's a English special English edition
0: DVD someone <laughs> fucked up but, uh, it's, It
2: seems they seem to be going with
0: a family dynamic and uh, they said that uh, it, the the, the, they're going to be faced with the most nightmarish version of motherhood imaginable I hope the mother eats the kids it's Evil Dead. We're going to see something nasty. <laughs>
2: Hopefully. Because from the sounds of it,
0: she's going to save the fucking kids. Sam Raimi, yeah. Rob Tapper, and Bruce Campbell have all co-produced the movie. And according oh, to Campbell, they've okay. been very involved in the project okay. every step of the way. The kids are
2: getting eaten. <laughs> the
1: kids are fucking dead. This is
2: this is a movie or a series? A movie. It, was, it this, is a movie, the, yeah. yeah. The kids are so,
1: so dead. It's like, because I was like, I could put up with that plot for 90 minutes.
2: And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bet, another Evil Dead movie I, oh yeah I'm gonna watch yeah, it if I, I bet the mm. mum gets possessed at one point and what did you say she's got two kids three, th- kids? Th- three kids yeah, and her was, sister right so I bet the mum eats one of the kids at one point and her sister has to change her up and then they're racing get the out, out they're getting the two kids then one of them, one of the kids gets eaten by a monster so she's got the last kid left and then when they get to the end it's going to be all like demons and you remember at like the end of Demons when they jump on the back of the jeep to escape because the dead yeah, of yeah. the city that will scare everybody like oh my god they actually got out and things are starting going all fucked up yeah, and yeah. the little kid will be like no no yeah. la.
0: like, <laughs> it's and opening like, ah, up and I, I hope we still get more Evil Dead films after this as yeah. well like, I like, just keep making
1: well, I see. So Sam Raimi said something about because uh, obviously he's got he's doing Doctor Strange too, right? Yes, yeah. that's oh, going to be yeah. out soon. And he apparently said a thing, sort of like, you know, I'd really like to have a crack at Batman. Batman yeah. And I was like, Bruce Campbell plays Batman. Oh yeah. my god, like, <laughs> no, Alfred. Oh, Alfred! No, mate, no Alfred. old Batman and do oh, Batman Beyond and have him mentor
4: oh, fucking oh, Terry.
1: Yes, yes bitch. that's what we need. Universe, make yes. it happen. <laughs> Come on, yes, fuck it, you coward.
2: <laughs> we were talking, what do you think is going to be um Bruce Campbell's spot in um Doctor Strange? We, Ash? we think Ashton, Cabin Ashton Necronomicon I was, I was Strangely say, the Necronomicon I, I, yeah that's what I I, I, I do want.
1: think he just <laughs> plays it well I mean there's an ownership thing I guess do, I, do Disney own it I assume uh, <laughs> what own Evil Dead yeah no, maybe no.
2: Yeah, yeah no they they do because they own did, Fox and Fox owns no Universal did, did owns. Raimi check the he signed on
0: but Universal only um, owns Army of Darkness right who owns the other two I don't know Stars but were the ones know, that made the latest shows. do you know who he plays in it just another version of doctor
1: strange yeah, yeah. yeah hair gray yeah. hair back yeah. it's just like who are you i'm mean, you, know, <laughs> you know just something like that or fuck it have him a metal have, him, hand. have, him, a metal hand, have him, him as all three of his characters from the raimi spider-man verse at yes. some point. Oh, as yeah. the Mater d as the wrestling announcer yes. just fuck <laughs> it you just fuck oh, it right. universe
0: <laughs> let's get into some quick fire uh news to wrap up this segment of the podcast Yep. Yeah. Did you know that there is an alien TV series in the you works? You've not mentioned it uh,
4: uh,
0: yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Okay. Uh, it's not going to be set in the near future. It was going to be set, sorry, in the very near future, way before the Ellen Ripley storyline. Have I said this before? <laughs> no, there's actually new, new aliens news. <laughs> Freddy Alvarez, talking of the Evil Dead, he directed the reboot Evil Dead movie, will now be directing oh, the God. new alien movie. He made Welcome to Raccoon City? No, he didn't. No, no. Uh, The reboot Resident Evil. Uh, He did the reboot Evil Dead. Oh, the Evil Dead. Sorry, yeah. And uh, (laughs) here your
1: panic. (laughs) Apparently,
0: he uh, submitted a script to Ridley Scott a while ago, and Ridley Scott went no. (laughs) <laughs> he says that <laughs> he fucking
1: hell that speaks volumes he says that a lot really yeah far. I know because he's like he made Prometheus and Comet so, you know. it's
0: mine and I'm going to make Alien not nobody else um, but apparently you know the powers that be have said no Ridley this is happening now so Ridley went oh okay he yeah. has my blessing because this new Alien film is not going to have any connection to the Alien series of movies as we know with Ellen Ripley okay. nor is it going to have anything to do with the new series that's being made so, so is it
1: really an Aliens TV series then n- no there's yeah. an Aliens
0: TV series being made and now there is another alien movie being made
1: separate Um,
0: but because it's being made by Fede Alvarez that tells me it's going to be nasty and it's going to be gory
1: (laughs) I've had 10 years of like Fox and Marvel (laughs) this is still making my fucking head hurt (laughs) you think I'd be used to this by now
2: It's just uh, gonna be gory. People are gonna die at the alien. It'll be nice. <laughs> <Someone's>
1: <laughs> like, if Ridley Scott said no, it should be decent. Fair <laughs> comment fair comment, mate. <laughs> fair comment.
0: <laughs> uh Deep Water, starring Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, uh just released, and it's directed by Adrian Lynn, and it's his first movie in just under twenty years. I've been seeing this everywhere. Every yeah. fucking
1: thing that Claire I've seen the other Jacob's ladder director, you know, disappears.
0: So uh, and the film has just come out. So uh, um, I'm I can't wait to see it. I do I like Ben Affleck. I think he's a great great actor. Um, and of course Adrian Lynn, I, I need to see this film totally. What's it, what's it called? Uh, it's Water. called Deep Water, Deep and it's basically about a marriage uh, where he, the marriage is falling apart, and so she's sleeping around, and the only way he can keep the marriage going is to just go okay. That's the that's the premise of the film essentially.
1: So oh, okay. it's going to be
0: about okay. relationships and et cetera But uh, it's it's going it's probably going to be uh, a, a tough watch, I imagine. Right, okay, he's,
1: he's on wiki now. He's on the third act. <laughs>
0: Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> like <a> chip, like. <laughs> celebrates 25 years and it will air on television uh, on the channel Fuse for the first time. with Buffy being actually aired on television for the first time in a long time. Uh, Fuse is an American television channel which actually launched in 1994. Uh, Buffy will be available on certain streaming sites, but it's not been on broadcast television for some time and it will be available this October. So, you know, yay Buffy.
1: Okay. Hell yeah, man. That,
2: that Ben Affleck movie was weird. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Dead Space video game remake has uh, sadly been pushed back to 2023. Oh. Uh, the, the, the developers of the game have explained that they want to make sure that it's at an award winning level and they want to take the right time yeah. to get the audio design to to just right they said that they they're still remaining faithful to the iconic atmosphere of the original game yeah. uh but uh, this includes the work that they're doing is audio occlusion um and the way that the audio bounces off different materials and surfaces oh, rooms and corridors so the voices echo uh you know and, and give you the effect of the you know like the um the plasma cutter and mm, depending on d- yeah. which environments you're in what sort of sounds it makes so they are really overhauling the sound design of that your game he-
1: get your fucking headphones on for Ab- that one absolutely yeah. so I'm
0: just like you know what this is, could be something really special and as a survival horror video game fan Dead Space 1 is a masterpiece and I'm hoping for this modern remake of it
2: that they deliver <laughs> once again fuck yeah dude
1: do you not like Dead Space?
2: <laughs> no I just had this really strange thought right so so like Dead Space has been around for what fucking 10 years longer now longer, longer now right? years, so, yeah. so we're four year olds right? so at some point in the future we're going to be sat there playing video games sound quality is going to be really great but we're going to be in our 60s and 70s what? and our bowels, and, <laughs> our bowels <laughs> are not going to work as well so we're going to be in the old people's home and they'll be like right, we need to get Gary to stop playing those video games why <laughs> because he shit himself <laughs>
1: just it's like why it's like because they invented the brown note thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> You say that goddamn Dead Space trilogy
1: yeah, remake remake one and two and. Uh well, that's all we have to yeah, say
2: about yeah.
0: <laughs> that. <was no> 30- <laughs> Make us whole again. Uh, Deadpool 3, it signs Sean Levy as a director. Now, Sean Levy recently directed Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy and The Adam Project. And so cool. it seems like they like to collaborate with each other. Okay, I'm all for and that. this will probably break the mold of, of Sean Levy as a, a PG-13 film director. Uh, obviously, no uh, no news on what phase of the Marvel Universe it will fit, if at all. Uh, but it's just good to know that uh, Deadpool 3 will actually be going
1: ahead. Mm. Yeah, man, we just rewatched the, uh, both of them the other day, me and Donna, and Donna. I was That's like, so they're so fucking fun. great. These yeah. are just great.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones 5 is wrapped um, after uh, delays and directors swapping out <laughs> and people going, I disown this. Uh. <laughs> it's expected to arrive in cinemas on the 20th of June
2: 2023. am going to buy our DVD.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah, not
2: going to fucking see that in the that cinema says, that says everything I'm not seeing that no shit in the cinema
0: Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder tease yet again Beetlejuice 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 2 uh, could start filming this year could Brad Pitt's <laughs> production company Plan B has acquired the rights <laughs> and they are going to be helming this this
1: film it's called Plan B that, that's
0: that, that, that is
2: that, fucked up Plan Brad <laughs> that activate no <has>, yeah, <laughs> it's a,
1: it's a Morning after pill, isn't it? Oh, oh. Oh, I I didn't make that connection. You haven't (laughs) had as many close calls as me. Now,
0: Now apparently, uh, they've been talking about who else will be involved, and uh, it seems like because it looks like this production's going to go ahead soon. Alec Baldwin is out. Right now, as he is incredibly tied up with legal disputes and everything else (laughs) about what happened on the set of Rust. Uh, But rumours are that Gina Davis will
2: actually be making an appearance in Beetlejuice 2 as well, along with uh, Winona and and Michael Keaton. Yeah, it'll be Winona will be a mum with her children in a house and the children will find the book and accidentally bring forth Beetlejuice into the real world we won't find anything about their parents but it'll turn out that their grandfather was probably involved in some cult and the grandkid is actually based (laughs) off of him genetically we're not even (laughs) going to on that word and then she'll work it all out. But in fact, that she'll become friends with Beetlejuice And Billie will have a kid. He probably have knocked up some other thing. So he's got some kind of kid. Hey,
1: if they wait long enough, as well, like maybe they can put Alec Baldwin in in post as a ghost. No.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't bring in the dad from the original one because he's a pedophile. What? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <that's the news. laughs> wait. Which, who? Fucking uh, Ferris Bueller's fucking headmaster. Really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Oh, that's fucked up. That's a very-
1: Another good reason not to watch Howard the Duck.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dark overlord of the universe <laughs> I the dark
1: overlord that no, would just keep adding up nicely yeah, right? yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Pam and Tommy series seem to have sparked a renewed interest in mm. Pamela Anderson yeah. uh, and so Netflix are now producing her, her life story in a documentary along with Pamela Anderson herself her but life
2: story <laughs> Yeah, well, she's now she's being in able the
0: public eye again,
1: though. No, that's she, exactly. Exactly.
2: Dude, she's got a fucking Broadway show at the minute. Exactly, well, yeah, so Don't get me wrong, I love Pamela Anderson. I always have loved Pamela Anderson. I think I will always for love Pamela Anderson. For minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, for three and a half, maybe four minutes if I'm pushing the edge in it, if I want to. Edging
4: it. <laughs>
2: you know, I I, I owned Barbar on VHS. Don't fucking talk to me. Of course, you did. Of course she did. Blanson. You're a nice piece of shit. <laughs> you know? But like, you <laughs> know, idea. did she did she ever really need to leave the in, public eye? Or in, or an, in an alternative something? universe,
1: <laughs> in an alternative universe, you are literally in a padded cell, smearing shit on the walls, going Boy, Never DVD." <laughs>
2: <laughs> In a sale, It was in a sale. You're that
1: episode of Buffy where we're like, which is real?
2: (laughs) Samuel
0: Jackson has been nagging the Star Wars creators to revive his character and uh, specifically asking Bryce Dallas Howard (laughs) literally to put in a good word for him as he wishes to play Mace Windu once again. Now, it seems very unlikely and for the most part, I have to say, Star Wars, please, stop reviving dead characters. It's not... Going to work anymore? Okay, you've done it too many times now. Yeah, but
1: it's what it does to the fan base. I like. I quite enjoy like going up. <laughs> yes. You know,
0: just tease that little nugget to the Star Wars fan base. I mean, Samuel Jackson is great. I love Samuel Jackson,
2: but please, like we. They'll just do an Obi-Wan with him. It'll be him sat on some what? fucking island somewhere revisiting things that happened to him well, in this the past. Is, this is what the Obi-Wan show is going to be about, Cole. isn't it? Is
0: the Inquisitors going out and Vader going out yeah, and killing yeah. all the Jedi but, that escaped. But
2: Obi-Wan is, Obi-Wan is bridging it from the end of the third movie yeah. to New Hope. So we know that Mace is definitely Mace, dead by then. Yeah, Mace Windu <laughs> would have to be set before that and, it, well, and they just Captain Marvel de-age him. Well, no, him Samuel, Jackson, yeah, but Samuel Jackson's too old to actually do what Obi-Wan's doing. So it would be better off to have him as an older guy. Well, it's the same amount of years passed for both electors mm. from both the same movies. So no, 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 no. Because Obi-Wan is on Tatooine and Mace Windu is dead. So Mace Windu, his story would have to be set before he dies. But he's older now. Well, no, no, they're not talking about pre-calling and
0: they're talking about him actually not being dead and still being in.
1: They're talking about retcon and his death.
0: Yeah, so he didn't die when he got thrown out. I mean, look. Palpatine uh, no, died sorry, of well, no, sorry. Time. Sorry.
1: I, to be fair Samuel Jackson is talking about them retconning oh, yes, yes, no, at no, this yes. point they've been like <laughs> yes. no dude I could take
2: him coming back as a force ghost and I wouldn't mind would you him. like a
1: Nick Fury series I wouldn't <laughs> mind
2: know, him know that, fucking sitting of. there and having flashbacks to his fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air days of being a young fucking Jedi running around somebody else playing him <laughs> but no do not retcon his death I've just gotten over the fucking midichlorian shit I'm not fucking starting all over again <laughs> that was 22 years ago Liam. I don't give a <laughs> fuck man fucking Death Star fucking Star Wars were flying out of a fucking planet in the last Star Wars movie <laughs> that I've watched and I'm still not going to go over fucking
0: Han Solo <sighs> well that's going to bring us Soto to the, of the end <laughs> <Soto> to <be laughs> part era. one of the podcast we're going to take a very quick break and then we will be coming back with our interview uh, yes. with Lloyd Kaufman don't go anywhere
3: Is on. <laughs> okay. Can you hear us now, Lloyd? Yes. Great. Oh, beautiful music. It's <laughs> <Can laughs> wonderful music.
0: Yes. <laughs> really good to see you, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Big he fans over here in the UK.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. I can't believe I'm talking to Lloyd Kaufman, Mr. fucking Tromaville, Mr. Toxic Avenger. Where are <laughs> you, gentlemen? Uh We're in the southwest of the UK at the moment in a little place called Plymouth. Um Plymouth? Plymouth. Oh, Plymouth.
3: Famous. Very famous.
0: Yeah, very famous. Um, But not quite as famous as Tromaville. Yeah. yeah.
3: Not even the car, the Plymouth car, is that famous. True. Yes, very true. Very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) In and Out Burgers. Awesome. (laughs) That's amazing. I love your backdrop, Lloyd. That is just. Well, thank you very much for uh, being interested in Troma Entertainment oh it's a it's a pleasure Lloyd you've uh, entertained
0: us um since I can remember film
3: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah I oh, thank you one, one of my what? fondest memories when I was a kid was was finding the Toxic Avenger series on a very late night tv channel which I just kind of just went through a whole festival of all the trauma movies and people were like what are you watching at the moment and I'm like I've just I've just finished off the Toxic Avengers series. I've just hitting Sergeant Kabuki Man, you know, and when we got a
3: long, a long time ago, right?
2: Well, yeah, it's at least 20 25 years for me when I watched on TV. But when we got the message for you to ask us if we wanted to watch your newest production, oh wow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> we uh, i mean i only just recently watched um shakespeare's shitstorm just yesterday and uh, oh, yeah. i was i was really really impressed with it it was uh, I, I i um at a time when uh, i had discovered trauma and independent oh. movie making um your films were, were always there i put you with with peter jackson with bad taste and brain dead and meet the feebles um, there was, you know, there was Troma as well, and you've been going for I think fifty years, Lloyd, in the that movie is correct. industry. Fifty years, and then Troma is about forty-eight years, forty-nine years almost. Yeah. Which <laughs> almost is almost fifty. You're right. 49. Trailblazing through the independent film market and non-stop. How do you still have the
3: energy to keep making films, Lloyd? Well, we are fan fueled. You are fans, and uh, it's thanks to you guys uh, and ladies recently a lot more women are watching on movies so that helps and basically we look much bigger than we are uh, just our fans do a lot of the work the hashtag shakespeare shitstorm written by a fan uh, uh well with with shakespeare uh, and um the, the dp was denmark the uh, uh, main cameraman was from hollywood the uh, uh you know all fans working uh for much less than they would get on a uh professional movie or a commercial you know an advert yeah Uh, they get a lot of money but with us they get very little money but they get a chance to learn and uh, take some risks and it it looks good too doesn't it yeah this particular movie it uh, really
0: does it's well well edited well put together um how did you come across the script for shakespeare shitstorm and how did you decide i'm going to direct that
3: one well, uh, the Tempest is my favorite Shakespeare movie, and it's about an old old man who's losing power. Yeah, uh, and it has magic and a monster and drug a lot of drug and stuff. Uh, and uh, so uh, I would have done it when we did Romeo and Juliet.
4: Yeah,
3: but I couldn't really get. Uh, now that I'm practically dead, uh, the Prospero, I get it. <laughs> I really do get it, and uh, I think it shows in the movie. Hopefully, hopefully.
2: oh yeah like i i i myself i wasn't too sure how troma and shakespeare would work together like romeo and juliet you know back in the day
3: you know that was controversial for its time so i'm thinking yes how is it not, not well received not well received except in, in your country we went yeah, yeah. film institute did a big thing with it and uh um, yeah played in mgm uh uh, London, the MGM yeah. Theater, and uh, uh, something Square, or there, or near the Groucho Club, and uh, <laughs> uh, but initially in America, it was very poorly uh, accepted.
2: Well, this well, this uh, is what uh, I wanted to ask really, you was, uh, like when you like you're getting ready to do Shakespeare's Shitstorm, and we're talking 2021, we're releasing it 2022. How did you? How did it feel writing, you know, the script and getting this story ready, knowing what you'd already gone through with Toxic Avenger and Tromio and Tromium Juliet, you know,
3: how the audiences would react to it? Good question. Uh I just wanted to do it. Uh, you know, I didn't really think too much about uh, the results. But uh, Gabe Friedman, with whom I may, uh, he wrote uh, uh, Poultry Geist. Yeah. And um the uh, singing and dancing. In fact, I'm wearing the uh, fast <laughs> I had this fast food on, but uh, this yeah. much more, much better. <laughs> food. Out much more, no, now, no uh,
0: meat. yeah. One of the things, a lot of things that people have said, a lot of them always say that your films are controversial. What does that word even mean to you after 50 years of making these films?
3: Well, I think the first thing is, is entertainment. Uh, if you don't entertain people, you may as well stop. Um, <laughs> just look at the last few Oscar films, <laughs> and um, uh, the uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it many times. The Power of the Dog, have you seen that? Yeah,
0: yeah, you've
3: yeah. seen it. Yeah. Uh, Why? Not actually, I've not watched it. It's the movie.
0: new Benedict Cumberbatch, new Benedict Cumberbatch
3: movie. Yeah, to me, a cummerbund is a thing you wear around your <laughs> waist. <with> <tuxedo. laughs> Most young Americans, I don't think, would know what a cumberbund is, uh, but you got it. <laughs> imagine, you got no. the wordplay. You you have read the Bard, obviously. You're educated young men. Well, we we got to we got to stay on top of everything, you know. And there's so many
2: different movies where, and this was the thing with sitting down to watch Shakespeare's Storm. I like I knew I was watching a *Tromaville* movie, so like I watched it like a week ago in preparation for this. I watched it at like oh, eight o'clock. You eight o'clock in the morning, I just dropped my family off to a school, you know, and I've come home and I'm like, I've got a cup of tea. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Shakespeare's Shitstorm. And obviously we can't spoil the the film for anybody who's listening. Obviously, if we put this up, but oh, my Lord, Lloyd, like. I know it's in the trailer, so I'm just going to say it. How does one
3: think up killer whales shitting on people? Well, that is a very good question. And uh, now that you've spoiled the entire film and then nobody's going <laughs> to buy a ticket, it opens in New York, by the way, uh, April 8th at the museum of the moving image, uh, yeah. only one night, but it's going to be a big deal, very big honor. And then for a week at uh, uh, the best uh, Greenwich village uh, art house it's called the uh, cinema village, oddly enough. Nice. So um, we'll see what happens. We are going to advertise a little bit and, uh, I was going to say, because
0: the uh, the film was listed as being finished in 2020, and it's now 2022. Um, yeah, well... Has, what, what's caused the delay? Is it uh, a distribution or a change
3: from physical media to streaming? Uh, well, no, the idea was... <laughs> there was something called COVID. I don't know if you had it, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Theatres were closed. <laughs> we got the movie finished just before COVID, but uh, unless we want to play in an empty theatre... Uh, actually, That's Mutant fair, yeah. Blast played in L.A. Mutant Blast, uh, which you ought to see also. Yeah, uh, uh, Fernando Ale directed it. Uh, he worked on uh, Return to Nukamai, uh, Volume One and Two. He uh, did a great job. But uh, uh, that opened in L.A. the day that uh, they uh, closed the city,
2: and oh, we barely yeah. got
3: out of town. And the guy came in from Portugal to uh, to um... Michael. Do you want to go? Oh, okay. Uh, The guy, uh, the director, star, producer uh, came in from Portugal, (laughs) and they almost got trapped in Long Island, (laughs) uh, 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 Los Angeles. Uh, uh, We, uh, all of us, uh, I couldn't. You know, we would have had to. I don't know. We would have lived on the streets, two hundred pounds a night. I don't know what people do. Anyway, we got out.
0: Excellent. I'm I'm glad to hear that. How has the how has COVID and uh, suspended production? Uh, how has it affected you and and trauma?
3: We stopped shooting. Uh, safety to humans that's our number one rule. Yeah, excellent yeah. to safety hear. Safety to humans, safety to people's property, uh, and uh, then much smaller uh, font. Uh, make a good move. and uh, we did. Uh, I produced um, uh, Brandon, the guy who wrote Shakespeare Shitstorm, along yeah. with Gabe and then Shakespeare, uh, and me a little bit. Uh, he, um, he, he's a, a, a great talent and, uh, he uh, just produced his latest film, which opened in LA during the pandemic, uh, when there was a little bit of breathing room and it's playing a few theaters. If you have a theater in London uh, we, or in Plymouth, we'd be happy to play it.
4: Yeah, also, excellent. if you have a
3: theater in Plymouth, I'll come over there for the, uh, for the screening. Are
0: there any theaters? Uh, Yes, there are. There's a a few, but there's also some
3: independently run ones, but I don't know if they've managed to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, keep it in your mind, because uh, I I think there are a couple of theaters in London that'll play. And then maybe one in uh, Birmingham. Is it Birmingham? The industrial city. Yeah. And then uh, maybe you guys. And yeah, we'll come there and do a a round tour. Yeah. Drive around and forget that we're on the le- that we're supposed to drive on, the <laughs> on the other have side a head on have a head-on collision with a, a, a lorry and then it ever uh, solve everything right absolutely <laughs> now you guys will have the exclusive
2: <laughs> <laughs> i i don't want to bring the tone of the of the interview down even though we're talking trauma but i do want to bring up miranda the actress um obviously playing prospero's daughter in the movie uh oh, hold on, by... i'm putting
3: on earphones because there's uh, some meetings going on here okay oh, yeah. can you hear me now we can yes? hear yeah yep. oh, yeah good okay
2: uh played by kate mcgaragall i believe played by miranda. the way these
3: are compliments of delta airlines <laughs> <laughs> people at delta airlines
2: <laughs> yeah so right, I'm sorry. so so prospero's daughter miranda i've got to say yes wow what an actress
3: isn't she great she was a comedian
2: she was terrific amazing like like obviously no spoilers but there is just some things that the actors and actresses do in this movie that are just so kind of natural and comfortable like the actress who played ariel
3: her song about you know just smoking crack you wrote wrote that song (laughs) <laughs> beautiful romantic song i wrote the uh, words the tune was provided by uh by the uh, composer classical composer uh, yeah uh, 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 uh which uh, uh, san sans i think i think it's the same guy who wrote uh, samson by the way the the the, the orchestral theme yeah. the orchestral score is uh by is based on uh, samson and delilah uh, and I think the song that uh, Ariel sings uh, is not from the opera, but I think it may be the the same composer. I, I, I'm having a brain fart. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it's classical music, public the miracle of public domain. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you, uh, if you uh, there are lots of cartoons that use that uh, tune. That music, yeah. It's like basically a children's cartoon song. When she uh, starts singing. As far singing. as I know, and. Uh, uh, she's great, right? Yeah, she, she was perfect. fantastic. She they she really sold
0: the blindness as well. <laughs>
3: she really sold it. It really worked. Yes, uh, uh, Kate, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kate. Uh, great. I mean, all uh, Kate. Uh, um, um. Uh, Amanda Flowers played, played her, Ariel. Yeah. Uh, beloved and uh, and Ariel. Oh, I agree. It was really good. Devoted cast. It took us about five or six weeks to film this. You know, it, was, it took five or six weeks, so it's not like, you know, Roger Corman, who directed uh, a Little Shop of Horror in two days, <laughs> <laughs> makes us forever, and we don't make money. He does it in 10 minutes, for, and he makes shitloads of money. <laughs> Where do you find your cast, Actually, Lloyd? He's a good guy. He's the best. He's a, He and his wife, uh, my daughters, are working on a uh, generational uh, documentary about uh, trauma and me and my wife and all that. And uh, uh, and Corman and his wife are the executive producers. Someday there will be a a very detailed, uh, it might be a series, but uh, uh, my daughters have been working on it for at least 10 years. Well, you're a legend. Someday there will be some kind of a record, a documentary that will be exclusive on Tromanow, a new streaming channel. That I was about to bring up uh, Troma Now,
0: because uh, obviously media has changed from uh, from home video, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, and now primarily digital. And so um,
3: w- what is Troma Now? Well, uh, Troma Now uh, is a, um, a platform that shows about a thousand movies, also music videos, uh, s- short films, uh, my make your own damn movie uh, yeah. filmmaking lessons. Uh, it, it's a great uh, potage of uh, entertainment. Uh, some very deep, some uh, for kids, some full of sex and violence, uh, <laughs> but or exclusive. Where else can you see a, uh, a an anti-fast food musical with uh, chicken Indian zombies <laughs> who are dancing and
0: singing? Exactly, it really is Where amazing. Where else can you see my them all balls in one place
3: Poultrygeist? <laughs> you can actually see my balls, apparently. <laughs> Certainly, if you go to the uh, behind the scenes, see, that, uh, that's what I'm motion, interested in. Do you guys make movies? Um,
0: I, I was an aspiring filmmaker, but it's uh, it's really, really difficult, horrible, it's awful. <laughs>
3: but um, if you have any interest in this uh, craft, check out Poultry in Motion Truth is Stranger Than Chicken,
0: it's the uh, it's, it's a, it's a, a documentary, documentary is, isn't uh, it?
3: yes. It's worth more than a year of $80,000 of film school. Really? Yeah. It's a wonderful and hilarious. It's sad and hilarious. And you just see how difficult it is. Fist fights. The people fucking each other. <laughs> just insanity on every level. But yet the movie's great. You know, it's just very hard to do what we do because we have thousands of people yeah and that uh, poultry guys we had uh, 300 zombie ch- indian chickens that had to be made up uh, uh <laughs> before nightfall so they could be in the nighttime scene and uh, we only had uh, the shortest night of the month in august to uh, to shoot so we didn't have any nighttime really yeah so we, we had to practice literally we had uh, military school to make up the uh, zombie indian chickens uh, where we had kids who were literally being timed <laughs> Uh, you know, during during the uh, rehearsal periods, to see how fast you know to make sure they could indeed put three hundred people into, uh, uh, and we succeeded, uh, but it was hell. Uh, you know, most independent movies, uh, as good as they are, in other words, green room. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, it's a great movie. A great movie. It's a wonderful movie, but there are only five people, probably right, very small, small cast, team. one location. Yeah. That makes it a lot easier. <laughs> Well, talking about... You try it. working with you try working with the whales uh, who are in the union. <laughs> <laughs> They've won overtime. They, they Raccoons won with lunch. titties. You can tell by the corn that the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they ate at the trauma craft service table. <laughs> well, talking uh, about
2: Green Room, I mean, the director... You've There's rumours that there's a new Toxic Avenger coming out, a new reboot with uh, Peter Dinklage being in it. What? Like, where did you hear this I well, I well, you go on the internet you find rumor forums I mean like it's got, it's supposedly done by the guy who's doing green room cool. and I was wanting to know like for for a, a present day audience is there any jokes that were in the original toxic avenger that you wouldn't be able to do now or would you would you rather just want to push the envelope further
3: um well i'm uh first of all i was joking i know all about this and michael hers yeah. and i are producers <laughs> and I, I was on the set i was on the set but i've signed an nda so i can't really say too much no ah, that's fine that's fine i've already pissed everybody off I, I don't, these is a real company you know they did uh, <laughs> uh they had a huge hit with the uh, kong versus zilla and yeah uh, yeah. And um, they've done some good stuff too. uh, uh good people, nice people. And have been very good to us and respectful and Macon Blair, who's the director who did write green room and uh, has only directed one movie, but it's dynamite called. Yeah. I don't want, I don't feel safe in this world anymore. It might be on HBO max. I can't, it's very good. Yeah. And again, one location, two or three actors, but it's, it's uh, absolutely compelling. And his script for toxic Avenger was definitely way better than the original yeah. and uh, pushing the envelope. I think Put uh, the fact that they, I didn't, wasn't Michael hers's idea or my idea to star Peter Dinklage as the mop wielding uh, hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. So, I mean, they're already, uh, you know, in my opinion, stirring the soup a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I, in fact, you might know her, uh, Julie, a comedian, She's in the toxic Avenger and she did a series that's on either uh, Amazon or Netflix called uh, Sally forever. Okay. Oh, you got to watch it. If you haven't seen it, it's British. Yeah. It's terrific. It's a series, but it's if, if, if you were, uh, you would made by trauma. Yeah. Except that it's in focus <laughs> and, um, uh, and you know, it's got some st- famous british people yeah and um but again it's not doesn't have a big cast or anything but it's got uh, she shits on a guy's face <laughs> people vomiting on each other i mean
2: you could have been in trauma trauma, ago, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> that the
3: quality is much better the technical quality but she has a big part in the uh, new toxic avenger kevin bacon uh, yeah, Kevin Bacon's and, in uh, it. Uh, I'm wow. Like, I'm like, Kevin Bacon's in Toxic Adventure? I have to see this. I think yeah, Elijah Wood is signed on as well. Isn't it's... that great? And also um, uh, Wood. Uh, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood is in yeah. It. yeah.
2: Please tell me you've got a cameo in it, Lloyd. Just if you
3: can't tell us anything. I don't think I'm allowed to say. Uh, uh, I'm just going to assume you in are. India.
2: I'm going to assume you're in the entire movie the whole way through.
3: <laughs> but I did, uh, I did go to the set. That's and, awesome. Uh, I, I, uh, I I tried to meet Peter Dinklage, and uh, I go up to this guy, you know, the dwarf, and looks exactly like he does. <laughs> and I start buttering him up and kissing his ass. And, oh, you're so great! And they Cyrano. Oh, that was such a wonderful movie. And uh, a Bulgarian woman. Uh, it's in Bulgaria. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, the set was in Bulgaria, and she comes up. Behind, he don't speak. He don't speak English. No speak English. He was the uh, the stand-in. The stunt double stand-in. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then I uh, had a second one where Dinkic uh, Toxie's laying in a hospital bed. And uh, I, uh, you know, Toxie. So I went up and thought it was Dinklage and did the same thing. <laughs> and it was a lady this time, a woman wow. a man, in the Toxie costuming. <laughs> uh, so I never got to meet Peter Dinklage. Oh, God. You what know, <sighs> can you do? But he's very good. And Cyrano is very good. If you haven't seen that, uh, I, I think know. it's yes, just the, starting to play here. I said the very new Cyrano
2: good. de Bergerac story with Peter Dinklage. It looks, right on. looks really, really yeah, good. Yeah, his
3: wife, uh, it was on stage in the, uh, in, in London. His wife, uh, Schmidt some, Elizabeth Schmidt, wrote it. Uh, but the movie is delightful. And he yeah. sings. It's a musical. He sings. The singing Dinklage. Uh, so well, we're going to have the mop-wielding Dinklage. <laughs> pretty good, right? He's, I
2: mean, his singing has, his has to top yours. Saying? Huh? His singing will have to top yours after what I saw
3: in, obviously, Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You guys are great. And uh, by the way, there's a hashtag called hashtag fan Could you ask your fans and peeps to uh, go there and vote for? Uh, has, you definitely, you definitely know we will.
0: Absolutely. Really appreciate <laughs> Absolutely, it. Absolutely. And yeah. if you go
3: to that, go to that, um, sorry, I'm talking too much, but go to that uh, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Oscars uh, fan uh, Oscar fan favorite. Oscars fan favorite. You'll see that about uh, that one out of five is uh, uh, hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. Yeah. And the other for our Spider-Man. I was going to say it's probably so for Spider-Man. I, I do not see any yeah. other movies. Seriously, <laughs> go there and look at it. So it wasn't our idea. This was something spontaneous that I, maybe the cast and crew... Uh, that's uh, amazing that that's happening. It really yeah. is because well, that would help bring more recognition. It. Absolutely. Well, I just <laughs> more. I see that my problem is I just want to stick up... To a, a stick in the eye of the, of the, of the suicide. Oscars, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, which doesn't get you anywhere, but. Uh,
0: well, you've you know, said um, a lot of, uh, well, you've brought up a lot of thought provoking um, things in your films, like *Poultrygeist* was a big, um, yeah. Uh, eye-opener about the food industry and the fast food industry and uh, Shakespeare shitstorm yeah, it's great it's about you? big pharma um, yeah. you know uh, and drugs and and companies you also um poke fun at social justice warriors oh god um, yeah. is is there is there anybody else that, that you have not yet
3: um made fun of or brought the just... light that you would like to the good news, we have a title that can can be put in any family publication, at any museum, <laughs> easily, no problem. No, stupid. But uh, I agree with you. It's a great film. So let's hope, uh, you know. All uh, right. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. Again, uh, Oscar nomination. <laughs> yeah, it'll have to be one hell of a miracle to uh, make it successful. But uh, our fans, I think, are going to champion this film. They're really, so far, they really and uh, thank you for doing this interview. and. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for
0: your your time out to uh, to talk to us as well. Yeah, Uh, there there is um, uh, a connection. One uh, of we we talked briefly about Tromeo and Juliet. Uh, James Gunn has become one of my favorite writer directors uh, in the industry. And uh, even I see his mainstream films, the dialogue uh, and the characters have always still felt to me birthed in trauma and it's still there. And obviously your cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy as well was fantastic. How's your relationship with James Gunn been uh, since Tromeo and Juliet?
3: Well, uh, I was the first one to uh, speak out when he got uh, kicked out of Disney. Yeah. So he had to appreciate that, I'm sure. Uh, and, uh, But uh, he doesn't pay me. <laughs> he doesn't even, <laughs> even give me a line. Tell him to give me a line. Damn it. Send him a <laughs> tweet at him. Why? Didn't we, hashtag Chloe Kaufman should have a line.
0: He's got one more movie in that Marvel universe, so he's got a chance to he miss has,
3: that. <laughs> he's got so many people who want things from him. You know, I can so, imagine so. I mean, uh, every day, people go to me and ask if I can, uh, you know, send James a note to <laughs> help, with him or help out with something. <laughs> well, after uh, the he's success a very of, good guy, and uh, after and the the he always of
2: peacemaker. You know, he should definitely do Sergeant Kabuki Man remake. That would be an amazing. If James Gunn's Yeah,
3: we're right working now. on that actually. Uh, Doug Sackman, who uh, was the head of special effects on #Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm and was my assistant 20 years ago, he's um, got uh, something going. Uh, uh, he's trying to. He's got. A, he's got a script written and. Uh, all we need is a couple of million bucks. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: I did see an interview. But it's
3: being, uh, it is being developed. Whether or not it'll occur, I don't
2: know. Yeah, well, I saw an interview online with Stan Lee, who said that obviously Lloyd Kaufman was one of his favorite directors and Sergeant Kabukiman was one of his favorite characters that he'd love to change into a comic book. So, you know, maybe Disney might knock on your door one day and say, hey, Lloyd, we want to buy your catalog. Here's just a $3 billion. Just give us every single film you've got. <laughs>
3: It's a wonderful idea. <laughs> the only contact we ever had was uh, we uh, imported uh, my neighbor Totoro, uh, Hayao Miyazaki's first. Uh, no, first we were the first to present that in the movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, again, it's got to be thirty years ago, and uh, uh, Disney. Uh, after we got successful with it, they uh, bought up all his uh, library, Shit. and uh, they did a big publicity job on. Uh, Having acquired Giggly uh, Studios, studios yeah. and uh, they used the my uh, my neighbor Totoro artwork uh, in all the press releases. So the uh, New York Times and Wall Street Journal, they, they, it looked like they had also bought Totoro. Yeah. So when it came time for us to try to sell television, uh, we uh, nobody would you buy got it snubbed. Damn. So Disney f- f- fucked us very royally there. Motherfuckers. Uh, and then they wanted to put Toxie in the, uh, they have some kind of a hallway of something and they wanted to put them in there, but they didn't want to uh, give us any publicity. So what, what was some, some lumpy guy with a mop and just stick him in there among. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so, the... Fuck them. Son of a bitch. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Michael Hurst says that they uh, uh, have the best possibility for a real uh, metaverse. Yeah. Disney's really not uh, met, not uh, Facebook, but really Disney.
2: See, I, it still amazes me that when I was a kid, there was a Toxic Crusaders cartoon series. Like Yeah, BBC. BBC. I, I watched the films and then I saw this cartoon series and I'm saying to people, did they even know what this series is about? Like, like this is nothing connected to the film, but... Didn't stop me from buying the video games and buying the toys and buying the t shirts. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Well, uh, the um, the original Toxie, uh, there's some good uh, action figures in Walmart now of the yeah. original, not the new one, but uh, so that has breathed the life into uh, quite a number of new uh things, uh, you know, toys and clothing and hats and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, very good for us, and I think the movie will be very good. I mean. It all depends. Uh, they are supposed to, Legendary seems to be working with Warner Brothers on the uh, distribution, but uh, Warner's has been acquired by uh, Discovery, and uh, they uh, they were part of AT&T Telephone Company. Of course. <laughs> Warner, <laughs> Bro- Warner Brothers was a piece of a phone company. So now they're a piece of uh, another entertainment company. But we're still not sure if Warner's has the wherewithal to... We don't know. And I don't think Legendary knows. Yeah. So um, hopefully it'll have a big uh, opening. But it's definitely, uh, we, uh, you know, our fans are very excited about it. Yeah. And uh, uh, if the script, uh, if the movie looks like the script, it's going to be better than the original. No joke. Yeah.
4: Excellent. I'm
3: really and uh, Macon loves Troma. You're going to see lots of trauma uh, Troma, you know, re- Easter eggs or yeah. references. and. Uh, things that they uh, only a trauma fan would know. You know, he, he's the right guy. He's only eighty-two years old too. It's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a young dude and a good guy, and uh, uh, lives in Austin, so he's not perverted by the uh, filth in the uh, City of uh, Angels. <laughs> Give it time. I've Give spent it time. some time with him. He's <laughs> he loves film. That's the main thing. He loves film, and he loves he loves Terra Firma and the obscure trauma movies Excellent. as well yeah. as the. Uh, Toxic. I don't think we could have a better. I should knock on wood. knock on wood. Have yeah. a better uh, re- reimagining or reboot than, uh, and making Blair. Is mm-hmm. there
0: any of your own films in your catalog that you'd like to remake, or do you think they're best as they
3: are? And what is your opinions on remakes in general? I'm all for it. Uh, I, certainly, of my of our movies, <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're running on the memory of fumes, yeah. So any any revenue, something like that, is manna from heaven. Can you say manna? Or yeah. No, I guess yeah. you have to say persona from heaven. <laughs> Person. Or woman? No, they for they from heaven. At uh, any rate, uh, uh, sure. And uh, you don't go to movie jail for making a good sequel, right? Or a good mm-hmm. uh, reimagining. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two, in my opinion, was as good as it gets. Yeah. And. Um, there are all sorts of classics. A Star is Born. Did you guys see that one? With Judy, I saw the original.
2: Uh, I haven't seen the remake yet. But I figured they yeah, the original. Sale,
3: the so. original is the one I'm talking about. Yeah. That, well, not the original, but the Judy Garland, uh, James Mason one was the third iteration. Yeah, yeah, so it was. So the no uh, there's been like six of them. Well, that's <laughs> it. I,
2: I remember seeing the Barbra Streisand one many years ago. And then obviously yeah, they also- remade it now oh, with Lady Gaga.
3: Yeah, the Lady Gaga one was fine. The Barbra Streisand one was garbage but the original one by not the original one the third <laughs> one by George Cukor is one of the masterpieces so again the sequels and some of those are all quiet on the western front oh was shot in in, in, in it was a silent black and white movie yeah then we made uh, I think the sound movie is better yeah you know Lloyd can I ask I think if, we need a real war though if, if
2: you weren't <laughs> if you weren't doing anything tomorrow if you had this the day off what film would you put on and watch without hesitation a new film well no one personally for you one that you just like that's my go-to film when i've just got nothing else to do i
3: don't think i i don't think i have that if i i i think i if there's a go-to thing uh uh, we're talking about porn (laughs) <laughs> well, it can be porn. You can say porn, porn, pot, and booze, I, and wizard.
4: Yes, <laughs> movie I,
3: I don't think I have a go-to movie, but I do watch a lot of old movies. Right? Yeah, I just saw, I just saw uh, All Fall Down by uh, v- Victor Minnelli, written by. I uh, had read the book in about eighth grade, and nice. uh, this movie stars Warren Beatty and uh, Warren Beatty's
4: brilliant somebody Saint
3: John, the beautiful blonde woman, beautiful. Uh, Eva Marie Saint John yeah ava marie saint i'm sorry (laughs) i had a boss named richard saint john uh anyway so so there you go that would be that would be your go-to yeah so the point is i watch a lot of old stuff yeah uh, so i don't really i can't say i have a go-to movie but if you read uh, my books uh in my uh, memoir yeah. You will uh, learn that uh, Ernst Lubitsch do, does that name mean anything to you Ernst Lubitsch? No, but I will look it up uh, after this interview. <laughs> yeah, he uh, made a movie called To Be or Not To Be with uh, Jack Benny, Carol Lombard and Robert Stack way before your time but it's a it's the best. Yeah. And uh, that was the one that pushed me over the line. And I and I was watching it in basically an empty theater. It was at Yale uh, film society. There were like two people in the theater. Yeah. and uh, uh yale was all boys so it wasn't like people film society was uh, you know real cinephile yeah so um, i'd go in try to get a date but um <laughs> there were only two people and so i actually watched the movie and it, it was just so great so crazy and great at the same time and obviously i'm not alone mel brooks remade it yeah and it's also good not as good as ernst Lubitsch, but very good. Talking about Mel Brooks, I
2: like I said, trying to avoid spoilers, but the line from Miranda at the end of the film, I have to say, Lloyd, I've been, <laughs> I've been following you for years and never realized how much you and Mel Brooks look alike.
3: Right? <laughs> See, if the fans can get their asses into the theater, they're going to have fun with this movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you get it. You got it all. But, uh, I unfortunately, to... you two guys make up about 40% of our entire <laughs> oh, no. fan base. So,
4: they're out it. there. They just, the we, word we just out. need
3: a signal. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. Just need a giant snowflake in the sky.
3: <laughs> that is terrific. I, I have to say, it's a good movie. But, yeah. uh, clearly, there's content. uh, uh you know an opinion in there that uh, people were offended by already hey no festivals played it right That's usually the uh the um whatever the horror festivals they usually play our stuff yeah Not, it's crickets uh and, wow. and pretty much all over the world and and um the one big festival that did invite us said it was the title that they couldn't they couldn't get any publicity because the mainstream. Uh, wouldn't deal with it even, a, with the, even if you put in an asterisk so it doesn't say shit you know uh, so
2: well I'm so, gonna, uh,
3: the title very stupid but i'm going to try to use our it, platform
2: can, to to advertise it as much as we as we can to our audience and then hopefully and that hit will up just some start of the, the fire
3: what's the name of it? hit up uh the uh, 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 uh the, the last pi- uh, uh what's his name uh loves uh the uh The the one that's not not John Cleese, but the other living Python. Oh, Eric Idle. Is that
2: Eric Idle?
3: Uh, What's his name? You got Eric Idle. Who does travel? Uh,
2: yeah, Yeah, Michael Palin. uh, Yeah, Eric Idle. Palin. That's it. Palin. Yeah, Payne,
3: He's a good guy. Uh, uh, Tag him (laughs) with the uh, hashtag Oscar fan favorites uh, hashtag. Shakespeare should we're,
2: we're gonna, he, gonna He's a good guy. We're going to tag everybody, Lloyd, and you're going to be surprised because you're going to get that phone call and you're going to be like, what? Who? Two guys from Plymouth? <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> I would like to thank... I would like to thank off-the-shelf reviews. <laughs> yes! Everybody. That would be amazing. Making this Oscar possible. <laughs> All right, I got to probably uh, head out as there's somebody sitting in the uh, my office waiting to chat. No uh, worries. having to listen to me yapping. Yeah. And uh, we can do more some other time if you'd like. That we would be fantastic, oh,
0: Lloyd. Absolutely. Uh, we'll uh, definitely be here to chat about films, chat about trauma, and chat about yeah, well, uh, what the, it is, what projects Contact are Rocco,
3: we'll do it again. No, yeah, seriously.
0: absolutely. Do it again.
3: And meanwhile, if you could please uh, 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 pump, a party call it, bunch bump bump trauma now yeah uh, we're going to advertise uh, trauma now shakespeare shitstorm we're going to advertise
2: all of yeah. your work we're going to try and get it pushed out as much as we can we're going to obviously do our review of it and not avoid avoid giving away too many spoilers so more people right. get Don't in worry. and watch
3: it's... it the main thing is it's the best uh, uh, hashtag oscar fans favorite the best movie you have ever seen yes yes <laughs> Uh, gabe friedman and i have a script uh uh, uh well i didn't really I, he wrote it uh uh, uh but it's uh, my story yeah and uh we wrote it a while back but it, the name is called the best film ever so that if a, a critic reviews it uh i just saw the best film ever and uh, <laughs> <laughs> right but it's all right and most people it, don't then. read any further yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> they've already got it <laughs> Well, anyway whatever you guys can do to get the word out uh absolutely maybe push somebody in in new york uh we yeah. push people into the uh tube tracks you know? <laughs> uh, it's a very popular sport here in the subways so uh, maybe as you, long uh, as it creates something. a fantastic trauma splatter <laughs> yeah. something crazy that's right i've, I've, I've head crushing so yes <laughs> 400th and 20th birthday of the bard. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm going to sign off and we'll do it again when uh, you uh okay when your fans when you fan, when you oops when your fans aren't uh tired, you know, right now you've saturated. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks, Thanks a lot, boy.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you.
3: Take Thank care. You. Take it easy, boy. Bye. Bye. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a Cheers. lot. Bye. 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 <laughs>
0: And welcome back, everyone, to the third and final part of Podcast 43, where we're going to be answering your questions. Yes! Yes. Alrighty, so the first question we have in today is from Craig Hall. What up, Craig Hall? What's up, Craig? Which characters from movies do you most closely resemble? Not which really cool character from your favourite movie would you like to be? <laughs> so any Snake Plissken McCready comparisons will be called out for the bullshit. It so clearly is. Fair. What character in a movie do you think most similar to you?
2: I would go for me Spud from Train Spotting. <laughs> it's a heroin addict, dude. Well, Like, so, Like, what do you mean? Well, yeah. Like. <laughs> Scottish, you know, quite mad. Like, Scottish. I'm trying to think of somebody with a round ginger face like mine, really.
1: Okay, now, Nella, you just said Silent Bob freeing. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Nella. Now, I'm, there, there's a slight hole in your theory there in the first word.
0: <laughs> Silent.
1: <laughs> He's more know. like Jay Muse, if I'm honest. <laughs> yes! I'm fucking actually going to say Jay Muse for you. Or, g- well, J gin- Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. A ginger Jay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks.
1: And, like, normally, whoever stood next to you is more on the box. I can't get fucking worried.
0: Okay,
2: (laughs) okay, that's good for me. I can go online. What's you you guys? I don't know. I'm like, I always go
0: with uh, the dude from Big Lebowski, you know? Like, but that's my idealized me, you know? Just, like, the dude abides, man. Like, I, you know, whatever shit is happening, like, still got a zen. Most, mostly, you know. So I, I, I'm trying. I'm really trying to think, cause it's
1: a really cool question. I've got one, if if you want. Yeah, to if think. You, it's maybe easier. If I'm you... going to cheat though, cause it's not a movie, but I've got to go with the person that knows me the best in the. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck
0: <laughs>
4: you, <laughs>
1: <freaking> <laughs> Fuck you. That popped me. That was funny. If for um... those
0: of you only listening,
1: <laughs> a
0: Hobbit, Frodo. The <laughs> Frodo. <laughs> I will mean, take it. He's yeah, a good guy.
1: good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nearly fucked the whole thing up at the end, but still. Um. So my wife knows me the best in the world and she told me who you know she we watched the thing and she was like that's you and i was like hey yeah you might have something there uh it wasn't a (laughs) series it it wasn't a film it was ricky gervais's character in the series afterlife really with the way he deals dude i'm nice to you because i know you i'm not good with people Fair, Fair, and there were certain things that when he reacts to situations she's like pow that's what you do and yeah. she's laughing her ass off all the way through I mean the one with there's a point where, I mean, look, the funny thing is he's got an excuse he's lost everything dear to him in the world my yeah. life's great I've got no reason to be this aggro with people but it's like when he's he's in the, the park with his dog and his dog's running around and this busybody ass like excuse me but the park's for everyone your dog's supposed to be on a lead and he's like oh sorry and he leans down to the doctor what's that <gasps> he is not a fat annoying cunt don't <laughs> say sorry mate you know and she <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring daggers at me. I'm like, what? She's like, that's you. That's what you do. Like, it's fair, actually. Mm. And there's, bit, there's several examples through that show um, where I'm just like, oh fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. She might be right, actually.
2: <laughs> Come see, on, who see, have you got then Well, oh, see, I can't. I'm trying see to it. It's really tough. See, Nella said photo, but I'm thinking more Kitty or Philly from the what hobbit? from the hobbit from the hobbit group more of a go. yeah
1: but now you're just
2: doing like physical comparison <laughs> yeah, <but> I... sorry <laughs> um, but... <laughs> it's it's the it, he's got the dwarven look on the face with the beard like you know Klingon actually predator
1: we'll stay we'll stay <laughs> in the same <laughs> universe and i'll say brody from more rats for you then okay
0: <laughs> yeah i am go with that
1: because there's a lot of like this is bullshit like, <laughs> yes. about that character,
0: so. <laughs> It's a very tough question, I don't though, Craig. To... It's—I've never had that thought to, to do that. Just my idealized version, really. <laughs> Uh, But I always sometimes saw Ian as uh, like a Seth Rogen type, you know, just, you know, really, really approachable, really lovable, really down to earth, very friendly and welcoming to everybody and a toaster. Uh, Very good guy.
2: (laughs) I will kill you in your sleep if I need to. I mean, times are hard. We're living in a, you know, almost post-apocalyptic way (laughs) back. It's a few weeks now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> great
0: question Craig I'm Brave. sorry I didn't have time to, to think question. of an answer uh, next question is from David Morris Hey, David. What's up, David? Uh, you can choose a headline slot for Wrestlemania any two wrestlers in their prime who would you choose fist bumps all round
1: Undertaker versus Macho Man Randy Savage I'm going to go with Macho Man from when you say it's prime no, from what like you're talking We're Wrestlemania talking 3 not NWO eight, nine. okay
2: Cool. 89, Eighty-nine
1: is a good fucking year That's, for Matchman, right?
2: Yeah. So it was like when he could still jump from what's the top. A, what, what? 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 What's the stipulation? What match? Uh, no, uh, 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 WrestleMania. Yeah, it would be, have to be a casket match. Taker takes the win, but right, this will be the finish, right? And this is when they're like super in their prime, so their knees haven't gone, their backs are all good. So it's okay. It's like Matchman is like fucking just lobbing himself at the Undertaker. The Undertaker's like completely not selling it, right? They're going back and forth. Right, he probably takes a choke slam. But yeah, no, matchman goes for the uh, goes to the top rope. He grabs him, but the choke slam chokes him off the top rope into the casket. Uh, no, into the middle of the ring. Then okay. he'll go to the top and he'll go for the leg drop and miss it. Matchman Man will go hit the elbow, yeah? Go for the pin, forget it's a casket, man. Because he does that. Because oh, so he does it. And he'll get kicked like, out no. all the time. And then he'll go to roll him into the, the casket. The undertaker will fight back, and then he'll do a jump in tombstone into the casket. Matchman Man into it. <laughs> so you want him to but die. Bye. Slams casket. Take a win.
0: Nice. Um, like, my favourite wrestler of all time Triple H. Shawn <laughs> Michaels. Like those two have already put on spectacular shows, but I was also just trying to think of some like some of my favorite matches. And you're like, you know Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Ooh, one of my favorite matches ever.
2: Not, yeah, I mean, um, two thousand
0: two, Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, tables, ladders, and chairs, one of the most impressive mm. feats ever. Um, but um, I know, I, I, you know. Uh, also The Rock uh, versus uh, Hollywood Hogan as well was uh, was absolutely great menu, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I know Hogan not necessarily in his prime um, but uh, maybe I'd go
1: um,
0: uh, Triple H Undertaker you yeah, know that's what I that's my that's my call
1: I'm I am gonna say because it's two two wrestlers that have never wrestled each other and it and it, I it, it it's potential to be greatest match of all time it, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels 97. Ooh. Eddie Guerrero 2002. Oh. Good
2: shout. They never <clears> wrestled <throat> each other. Yeah.
1: And that would be fucking phenomenal.
2: Did Eddie and Or AJ Sh-
1: Styles and Shawn Michaels. But did I'm going to say Eddie. never even
2: faced when <laughs> no. Eddie won the title. And
1: I remember the point, of the part of it is even when he died and Shawn Michaels did his sort of like his eulogy part, you know, when they were oh, all putting the thing and he said, we never wrestled each other. I was
2: like, so okay, that would so be so so good. So before you're finished, what's the finish for yours?
0: Finish for mine. Oh, um, yeah. Well, Undertaker beat Triple H both times, so you know. So <laughs> Triple H wins this one.
2: Okay, yeah, so, 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 so he breaks the streak. Yeah, so so he so breaks the streak at WrestleMania. Um, that would have been a good shout, actually, Triple H taking. It's though. better than who was it? He broke the reign. Was it Brock? Brock, 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 wasn't, Brock it? wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. Okay. I mean, he was I'm gonna say Yeah, that. I know.
1: I know. It's, yeah, there was that.
2: So, um, what's
1: your finish? So, it's probably a ladder match. Oh man! Because we're doing this for the title, because it's the main event at mania. In the Continental? No, man.
0: No, the main, It's title. the main event. So, right. yeah. oh, okay. Well, this this is, is this is
1: two thousand and two Eddie Guerrero. Don't forget. So, man. this is this is the Eddie Guerrero that beat. Okay. okay. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero Shawn
2: Michaels, ladder match, WrestleMania for the title. Um, and
1: it's going to be a big finish it's going to be a big finish probably involving obviously Guerrero's got to come off that ladder for a frog spot. both of them are coming off the fucking (laughs) Michael's got to come off the ladder for a big elbow but I see maybe um oh uh, sick he's going to he's going to flip him
2: off from the ladder outside (laughs) onto the commentators table with Guerrero on it
1: Uh, Yeah, I'd probably see that (laughs) one. It's a dream so you can make whatever you want. I (laughs) I would see uh, Guerrero maybe sort of like hanging from the thing. Michael super kicks the ladder, and Guerrero's hanging. Oh, yeah. Comes down with the title belt and hits him with a fucking hurricane rana. Oh! oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and <laughs> so like, I'm I'm playing SmackDown versus Raw yeah, 2008. And now the yeah.
2: belt is in the middle of the ring. The ref's already been knocked out. He wakes up, sees the belt in the ring, not sure which one of them dropped it. Oh, so you're So, then, fool Vince Russo. so <laughs> then they start throwing it back and forth because they start pretending who's knocked out who, and then who's going for the finish.
1: Guerrero wins. I uh, Guerrero wins. Guerrero, yeah. Guerrero over. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay,
0: I do apologise to the person who posted this question. I have somehow not copied the name. Okay. Um, but um, this person asks, uh, Love the vids as always, gentlemen. Would you guys ever be interested in reviewing the Ninja trilogy? Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, and Ninja 3, The, the Domination. They're not very well known, but enjoyable films.
2: Thank you, guys. I've I, never heard of them. I love ninjas. I and I would love to watch the ninja movies do you know these movies no but they sound awesome Ninja. oh actually was it Ninja 3 The Dominion Domination The Domination Um, Angry Video Game Nerd just did a video uh, about the last ninja of the NES game and that came up and there was a sequence where he just, he goes to attack people in a golf cart and it looked awesome and shit. <laughs> I, I, haven't,
1: I haven't seen any of these. So it uh, was uh, Kenneth Neth who posted that. Ah, thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah, uh,
2: I, I, I don't know. I think, have I seen Enter the it's Ninja? It's 80s. It's 80s ninja movies, of man. Of course
1: it is. It's got Ninja in the title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's man. never been produced out of any other decade. <laughs> See, I was like, no Enter the ninja. ninja. I was thinking Leslie, of the Skindred but, song. I was like... The really,
2: Hill's Ninja was in the 90s. Tina can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, thank
0: you for bringing those films to our attention. Uh, as always, we're up for reviewing. Like you've seen the content on the channel, we review jo- any genre, any era. So yeah, and he'll buy them on
1: fucking DVD. You watch him if it's bad enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to hold it. I have to hold it. <laughs> My
2: precious.
0: <laughs> okay. The next question is from David Allen Evans. What up, David? Set. Hey fellas, I uh, ho- uh, hope you're not succumbing to profound existential dread over world events. <laughs> Regardless of what's going on, I always am. Thinking. you. Uh, anyways, having <laughs> finally seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. Jeez, <laughs> David, you're really hitting us today.
4: Yeah.
0: And having mixed feelings towards it, my question is this. Did it remind anyone else of the NWO DX confrontation at WrestleMania 31? What are you
1: fucking nodding for what? I, because <laughs> so I, read this, random. <laughs> I read this
0: question. Because both were cool to see, but yeah. don't really make any sense when you think about it. Also felt bittersweet because they happened way later than they should have. Yeah. And on that note, R.I.P. Scott Hall. Well
1: I've got to yes. say I mean, yeah, it didn't make any sense the run-in because NWO came in to essentially save Sting, who was their biggest fucking enemy. Throughout, well, for a while, for the but then he part. joined... He joined Wolfpack, joined. and that weren't the fucking Wolfpack that was on yeah, the stage, no. obviously, you know. Oops, sorry, I've got, why have I got an alarm going off? Um, the, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, I agree with you. It made no fucking sense. But it was like the, let's get everyone out there, because we never had DX versus NWO, but that's what and we
2: won't. But that's what he's saying. It, 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 uh, Ghostbusters, Half-Life feel like... Um, it coming out maybe it been a bit too uh, late and really didn't make any sense and I would have to agree with that because I mean my points about Ghostbusters of Half-Life I'm still trying to get over and I think it's I think it's the star-spangled nostalgic you barely thing you barely mentioned it so with obviously the Wrestlemania moment when the when the DX music hit you were like oh yeah this is obviously awesome and then you have all These older, oldish looking guys walking down, you know, Kevin Smith, uh, Ke- Kevin
1: Smith, Kevin, Kevin Smith, Kevin
2: Nash's uh, <laughs> slow walk. That's it, where it's
1: like, Look at him trying out. to be cool, and he's like, No, this <laughs> is a long like, fucking ramp, dude. I've
2: like, <laughs> like, already said it once, but like, all the love to Scott Hall and everything, but like, you know, when, when you saw him at WrestleMania and you saw him at the Hall of Fame, he did like this, like, he didn't know if he was doing his Razor Ramone impression or that was just how he walked.
1: Yeah, bless <laughs> him, they, he's they, out they of were. a wheelchair, so let him guess. It, yeah, right. they were struggling, but you yeah I mean that was oh, that was a fucking weird match wasn't it uh, imagine like Triple H fucking hits you in the face with a sledgehammer and then you shake his hand afterwards like how much <laughs> of a dick did they want to make Sting look I get it they won the war I mean, so they a got to remind w everyone at the
2: moment man it's, it's a lot more craziest thing it's just gone way past WrestleMania at the moment mm. so um, I don't understand the question Ghostbusters Afterlife
0: made perfect sense so it don't
1: I know but I you <laughs> know, <laughs> know I loved the, it, the comparison I, I loved it too but <laughs> the point of did it feel maybe a bit too late like yeah, well, of uh, course, of course, it should have happened yeah,
0: yeah, when the yeah. when the, the video mm-hmm. game Ghostbusters the game came Absolutely. out. Absolutely, um, yeah. So. Uh yeah yeah. next question <laughs> next question <laughs> is from Havard Ryan hey so, man. Uh, would you rather party one night with oh, the marines yeah. from Aliens or the
2: squad from Predator that's a I,
1: fucking I, good question dude
2: I, I thought about this one and I'd rather go with the squad from Predator now because Same. the squad from the the squad from Aliens are a really close knit group and I'm pretty sure they've gone through some badass. they also don't like games. each other very much sometimes mm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> they aren't as close as the guys from Predator and you know They've got a history. Plus, the music they're playing before they drop into the jungle is fucking badass. So you know the soundtrack for the party is gonna be awesome. Yep. They were also drinking on the job because they had that flash, so whatever they're drinking is fucking hardcore. Um also they all smoke smoke. You're on earth? Win, yeah, yeah, taxis home, yeah,
1: and you get to drink with Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, I'm gonna have to go alien, so that you know, preferably the Predator, if you're really lucky. Because when I get
0: lost, I can go wandering around, going, "Where's a pound? (laughs) Where's Where's a pound? pound? Where's a pound?" (laughs) simply wake up uh, Hicks yeah exactly. me and Hicks are going to pass out somewhere in a corner me and Hudson you know we'll just go and get flat out drunk somewhere mm. Vasquez will probably you are like absolutely hu- humiliate me <laughs> which would be awesome you're <laughs> you getting
1: know? pegged mate yeah totally totally yeah i she's gonna take she's going to pull that long hair you know yeah. those guys and <laughs> aliens are
0: drawing on people's faces oh I know I know ape. It's uh, m- much more rough and dangerous for the
1: Aliens team, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be funny <laughs> to be around all the guys from Predator and I'll just be like, man, I am tiny. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah,
4: laughs> like, shit! Come hey, come on, like, I'm going like, to need to do
1: some fucking like, push ups
0: or man, something. Shane just, like, Black what looks like a
1: giant compared Fuck. to
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Havard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Awesome question.
0: Um, okay, we got a bit of a long question here from George Smith. Hey, George. Hi, George. The thing that I love about you guys is that you give your honest opinion about things, regardless of the general consensus. This is what keeps <laughs> me coming back week after week. Thank you for saying, George. Uh, so, in the spirit, here is my question: Unpopular sequels that are legit better than their originals. His picks are the Karate Kid Part Four the never ending story part going two hard. yeah robocop two and this is the only one these listed i i
2: get behind star trek five the final frontier which is one of my favorite trek movies see never ending story two is not better than never ending story one watch out for no the river it's way. pure acid um but i mean but okay, um, i'll let it run. make a wish keep wishing <laughs> i'm kind of controversial with sequels anyway yeah you draws two over one for you two i still Jaws Jaws go gone i me. say it again jaws 2 over jaws 1 and again simply because it's got a lot more action but we've already got the story i and i think that's it for me you know i'm accepting jaws is really good and exists so jaws 2 is better because it extends the story same as same as i go well same same in the same context as terminator terminator 2 is better than terminator 1 yes yeah, but that's not yes. unpopular. Yeah. No, 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 Terminator no, 1 no, is better. No, 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 Terminator 1 means definitive. No, but the question is unpopular sequels. Right, okay. Yeah. I'm going to take it. I'm exchanging. It is Why yeah. my sequel picks are chosen for me. Grease 2.
1: What, you prefer Grease 2? Grease 2, two
2: Grease. is totally superior to Grease 1 you can have that and you know, I'm not even I'm not even going to I'm not well thank you, you thank you for that thank you for allowing me <laughs> my choice in life I'm glad I went Wait, Ghostbusters right. Afterlife over uh, Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> and Ghostbusters 3 no but it's not over the original yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. it's, it's, be it's a really, really it. hard yeah, fucking yeah. scene like cause I'd say like, cause
1: in a way I could argue that uh, again it's not over the original but I mean yeah. Kingsman Two is an unpopular sequel and I'm like it's a good movie have I yeah, do it Psycho 2 is
2: better than Psycho 1 no Psycho 2 is definitely more no. gory and more fucking scarier no. plus it's got the twist fucking ending you guys are so wrong like this is why I don't answer qu- sequels questions because I'm always <laughs> right <laughs> well I mean uh, like Star Trek
0: the motion picture is for me I mean i like, I mean, he's listed uh, Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Uh, it is yeah. one of my favourite Star Trek sequels. Is that and I do prefer though? it over the motion picture, without a doubt. Not over Wrath of Khan. It is an unpopular pick, number five. But yeah, the question is about uh, unpopular sequels. Like, Terminator 2 is a very popular yeah, sequel. yeah. yeah, yeah. See, no,
2: oh, oh, that's it. But with with Star Trek, you've got multiple sequels, so you can choose yeah. any well, of yeah, them. Yeah, but that, that would be like saying,
1: you know, oh, Rocky V is way better than fucking Rocky or something, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. But but of course but, it's not. That's why I'm having a tough time with the
2: question Rocky, <laughs> two. Rocky 2 is better than Rocky 1 I think
0: <laughs>
2: no, if you're Rocky one's the best Rocky one, 1 I can't I don't like
1: any oh, God, sequels do more. You know what? Uh, yeah I still yeah it is still better but again you that's not an unpopular sequel people they
2: dug on that okay maybe. so Grease 2 Grease 2 is better than Grease 1 we all accept it everything's right in the world It's probably oh, the best
1: answer we'll that, get that no that's no one. One. Lone Dragon hot shots Hot Shots Part 2 yeah. oh, is far better yeah. than the first <laughs> one. But
0: again, pop, was it was it, It's popular
1: though, it's right? It's hard. It's a spoof movie. Is it's, it popular? Yeah, mm. yeah, I think it's popular. That's that's difficult.
0: Yeah yeah very tough question George I'm having trouble I mean Grease 2 is like I mean I don't care apparently, inter- we're movie goes. So. apparently all we have is Grease 2 yeah.
2: you think <laughs> we'll Grease something? 2 because <laughs> right. Grease 2 is a superior sequel <laughs> to Grease 1 simply because the person who choreographed all the songs and dances in Grease 1 that made <laughs> Grease, Grease 1 parts. successful mm, went on to do oh, yeah. and do all is the music that, for Grease 2 I'll, I'll, so Grease 2 is more was that unpopular though yeah they're all popular
0: Jason movies like no, again the Freddy movies I mean I like Dream Warriors more than one but again Batman Returns that's is better one. than
1: Batman yeah but it's not unpopular it's not
0: unpopular though is it it's still fairly popular it's like alright Grease 2 then yeah we've got that's what I said
1: apparently all we've got is Grease 2 <laughs> we're
0: kind of, that means we're kind of on the consensus that most unpopular sequels are we, I have a consensus that they are awful yeah. for the most part there you go but like unfortunately the Cracky Kid part 4 I never saw Never Ending Story part 2 is not a, not even close to mm, the first one no, no. Robocop 2 not even close to the first one but it's good but I totally yeah, agree
2: Pop with Star two. Trek 5 Robocop 2 is really good
0: <laughs> it and, is
2: good and Grease 2 Grease 2 super established <laughs> 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 next
0: question next question no more alcohol for Ian <laughs> It's from Aaron Gardner hey Aaron hello chaps good to see you back are there any remakes that you prefer when compared to the originals for me the Ticks Chainsaw Massacre and Assault on Precinct 13 are just more enjoyable than their originals Ooh. keep up the good work boys some hot takes there Aaron right. Gardner
1: the Chainsaw Massacre is the like twenty. 13-ish one That's right because the they word, dropped genuine. the the from that recent piece of yeah, shit right because
2: like, yeah. the, the jessica alba one i thought was really good jessica alba one uh she- jessica biel yeah i was gonna say well, well, wait, was right <laughs> fuck <before>. you really <laughs> <one of the laughs> yes yeah,
1: no do you know what yeah i like that one
2: yeah i like that and text, then you got the, the prequel one where you, you found out how the guy the in the beginning yeah i think it was yeah. the beginning
1: yeah i am i i i liked t- that text change mask and because as much as i'm like um I don't. I don't mind the original text of from but in yeah. a way, I'm like, I'm. Eh. Sure. I don't think because really, I, I personally like. Okay, when you know, I think someone asked us on the last podcast where they were like, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, or Freddy Krueger. It's a fucking reason Leatherface is never in that conversation. Yeah. You know. He's so out. he's just eliminated. But he that, get that But the best thing about the mythos is the family, and mm. I thought that had an amazing. Yeah. Portrayal of the family, family and then like she even trip. escapes and fucking ends so up with another sh- bunch of cousins I mean, and shit. we never <laughs> had
2: an origin story and so with the remake and the beginning, we yeah, actually baby, got yeah. the origin yeah, story of finding good. the baby.
1: Um the thing? I was gonna say the I thing. was gonna say for me it's the
0: fly of the blob.
2: The um Starf-
0: Scarface. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dawn of the Dead remake's not bad. <laughs>
0: In, uh, for me it's not Cape Fear yeah it's, ar- it's arguable Cape Fear absolutely Cape Fear Scorsese's Cape oh I got a controversial
2: Well, oh.
1: Planet of the Apes um, oh. the Matt Reeves ones not the oh, fucking oh, the oh, fucking, not, oh, not oh my god it's a fucking monkey yeah. fucking. no
0: I love the uh, I mean I don't see them as reboots they are prequels um, to, yeah, to, to the events point, of the original yeah. movie yeah, so Ocean's it 11? fits in that Ocean's whole saga Ocean's Eleven yeah I mean to be fair I'd not seen the original one um but i'm not a big fan of the heist movies in general casino Uh, royale
2: yeah (laughs) do you know what was a really shit fucking remake that me and linda watched recently what's that the west side story by fucking steven spielberg wow was it bad yeah it was bad simply because even though he kind of copied the the all the songs and all the shots and kind of jazzed it up with fucking cgi and made it look Really kind. Is this Is this recent? Yeah, it was out on Disney okay. Plus. It, it hit the cinema in, uh, just before Christmas, and then obviously Disney owned it, so they fucking just dropped it on the network. And I really wanted to watch it. <laughs> just dropped it like because, a piece of shit. that it is. Linda's a big fan of uh, the original West Side Story, so I really wanted to watch it to compare it, so that we could talk about it. And then we watched it, and and he moved a couple of songs around, which completely threw the tone. Completely threw the tone to make you kind of not care about where the story was going because mm. everybody had just kind of caused it for themselves by the way they arranged it. it probably one of the worst Steven Spielberg movies ever but you know bad remakes yeah.
1: So no, then to <clears> answer <throat> yeah. that question on that one, didn't prefer
2: that remake, obviously. Oh, yeah. Longish yard. Yeah, longest yard's a good remake.
1: <laughs>
0: Next question <laughs> is from Simon <laughs> Furnell.
2: Well, the- hey, <laughs> Simon. <laughs> v- machines, good. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so we did already cover this um, in the beginning of the podcast, Simon, but Simon did ask what our, what, what was our thoughts on the Batman. Uh, but Simon said he was kind of polarized by it. Uh, the setting are, is right? pitch perfect with some good performances, but there are some flaws in his humble opinion that really pull you out of the movie and make you question uh, the reasoning behind them um, but we, hopefully we answered your question in, with the 20 minutes at the beginning of the what, podcast what's funny Simon.
1: is while, while you were all watching that interview we had like a 40 minute discussion about yeah. it but yeah, it no was like it's still that, it's still in that phase where you're like ah, oh, it's still it's fucking still fresh. new enough you need to watch some it again, people Simon. haven't Simon.
2: seen it Simon so, mean, um, you need to watch it again go watch it a second time Simon, um, on DVD
1: yeah, totally on, on 4K <laughs> Blu-ray and then I need to fucking double bill it with Joker as well yeah. tone wise sure Sure. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. Okay, and the last message that came in from Facebook was from Chris Edmonds. What's hey, what's up, Chris? Chris. Hello, gentlemen. Great to have the podcast back. Have any of you made the move over to 4K Blu-ray? If so, what are your thoughts? Also, have you played Tormented Souls yet? Great game, very much like the original Resident Evil games, but with better graphics. Well, worth a try. I did see your question uh, earlier today, Chris, and then I was like, Tormented Souls. I don't think I know this game. Mm. Mm. Tormented Souls, survival horror. How much? £15 wishlist. Done. Toop. Uh, and I probably <laughs> like will ticking be... Just boxes. Yes, like. I was like, I, yeah. I mean, it's very much in the vein of uh, of Resident Evil. Fixed camera angles, backtracking, minimal nice. amounts of ink ribbon saves, um, bosses, low ammo, um, and, and a very spooky atmospheric uh, looking game with lots of jank and some questionable uh, voice actors um so i was just like you know what this uh it's ticked every box so it's it, it's my cup of man, tea man
1: i can't wait for the movie adaptation of this <laughs> no, no, i'm no. gonna borrow the dvd off of ian uh,
0: but andy i saw you <laughs> nodding to the 4k question i know ian's still watching vhs Yeah. <laughs>
2: how's yeah. the 4k
1: well i mean look i'm not i'm not like a i'm a tech guy that's not a tech guy i just i just buy the latest stuff because i'm like must be good right I'm like, you know, 4K's gotta be better well, I mean, 4K's better than 3K because that's racist, so, <laughs> you know 4K good, 3K bad so I'll get 4K, no, I, I mean yeah, I, I upgraded
2: Special
1: um, K spe- <laughs> yes, no, it's your Special K but now, now I'm in that thing of like the my the box my PlayStation Five came in had 8K written. I was like, oh shit, i have to get that now. I get new, <laughs> new player, so, new TV. I, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I got yeah. 4K TV and you know the new Xbox, new PlayStation, and I've got a bunch of 4K Blu-rays. But what I did do is I tend to go. um I did the thing that I noticed from DVD to Blu-ray, and I've noticed to 4K is the sound quality. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um. So I tend to just buy 4K Blu-rays that I'm like I want if I want a visual feast. Yes. And the sound feast and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I think the first ones I bought, I bought all four Avengers movies nice. on 4K. I mean, this was pre-fucking Disney. <laughs> and then Disney Plus dropped, and I was like, fucking waste of money that was. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't um,
2: think they're dropping the, the the top of the line ones. I've I mean, a lot like, of it is
1: yeah. on your streaming quality. Yeah, the, Most of it is the on your the streaming quality. And got, it I've got blocked. like 200 meg broadband now, so I'm nice. kind of like, maybe yeah, I don't yeah. need to buy any DVDs ever again. Um, but I've got to, I mean, like, I setting up my Xbox and stuff, like my, my series x was like i had to fucking google like the setup to get it you know to balance it with but like i was googling my lg 4k tv compared to it and how to get it to the frame rate right and everything like that because to be honest i'm not a, i you know i'm not a tech guy but it's some stuff you can see a difference in it and then others that like yeah you're probably right where you can probably just sort of like stream it just yeah good, to be honest yeah um, i bet something like dune is gonna look for fucking sick. Yes. You know, when that comes out, that's something that I would love to buy in 4K. Well, you,
2: know? you, you make sand look really, really good, but it's still just going to be on the screen. Yeah, but you,
1: you're like, sand looks good because you're watching grainy as fuck videos. I do, and you're like, man, I, I love some
2: grains. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you watched something in black and white from the fucking pre-50s? Oh, well, I mean... From the pre 50s.
1: That's really specific, dude. I mean, I think I saw I saw an advert for fucking Nosferatu hit its hundred year right. anniversary okay. the other day. Right. Well,
2: that's what that's what I'm saying. Last
1: thing I watched in black and white was either Logan or fucking Justice. I think I watched Justice the Justice League right. cut in so black you, and white. So you so
2: you are just fucking you great. You're solely set on just getting the newest, biggest, baddest film, which is yeah, kind of right. Uh, you know, but obviously, if you go back and obviously, you know, enjoy film, you you. Sometimes the grain quality of a film can look worse when they try to make it look better with it, a 4K. Blu-ray it literally time. depends yeah, yeah, on yeah. the on the yeah, team that transfer it because if it's like just Avengers upscaled, movies, fucking Avengers movies well, would yeah. look would look amazing if they'd even been released on VHS and then took the transfer to DVD. But yeah, it's different. You know, the difference is
0: taking films that you know the technology of 4K was like a, not even you know a pipe dream at that point, hmm. um, but. the uh, the the f- one film in particular and everybody who knows my taste in films uh, alien ridley scott's alien mm. uh, the day that that film or the the box set released on blu-ray i watched alien four times that day and i was just in awe of how beautiful that film looked yeah and um up until, um, up until recently, I think, Ian, you mentioned, the other Alien films are coming to Disney yeah, streaming yeah, soon. Yeah. And the only Alien film that is, is available right now that I'm aware of is Alien in 4K. Aliens, Alien 3 and Resurrection, not in 4K yet. And when I watched Alien in 4K, I was, again, just like, Oh, my God, I'm still noticing things mm. in the set mm. of this film that I never noticed before. Like, just the, the patchwork, the, the textures of the seats in the cockpit, you know, just... A, and it's absolutely a visual feast. And, and you know, and the the, the team that did the transfer for the film, you know, they, they painstakingly made sure every frame of that film looked as good as it could. Um, however... Taking some films like from from that era and and putting them into the modern like like uh, like like James Cameron's Terminator, um, and I'm and I'm also worried about Aliens is mm-hmm. the shots where things have got rear screen projections or they've superimposed ships flying around look horrendous today you know totally acceptable on vhs totally fine on dvd a little bit wobbly on blu-ray but in 4k you're just like oh my god yeah. remember when yeah. the
1: grindhouse so and we all watched that on like dvd yeah so yeah fun. uh
0: but what what i think i mean yeah, you, know, you should never go and re uh yeah you know, I, I would i would make an argument like for w- when aliens comes out when james cameron's aliens gets released in 4k i would hope that they would go in and maybe fix some of the special effects, Mm. update them a little bit. I mean, surely it's going to not cost too much. Um, And I watched uh, Peter Jackson um, behind the scenes doing the restoration project for the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit trilogy into 4K and making sure that all the films looked visually the same because they were made with different cameras at different yeah, times. Yeah. Um, and so, like, he painstakingly, with that restoration, made sure that when it goes to 4K, it looks better. And so they did, They looked at some of the special effects of the Balrog and went, oh, it looks horrible in 4K. We need to redo these special effects <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> weird yeah. to me as well that, for some reason, Lord of the Rings looked better than the Hobbit.
2: Yeah, I, I, I actually said this to like somebody. Like when they're fucking rolling down ago. the river
1: and Legolas is doing these really awkward yeah, jumps
2: between it, them I was it, like, it, oh, it, shit. it was, that a different, was a bad. different cameras. Yeah. It was the 60 frames did, or the 120 frames that they ago. did. Yeah, if you look, I much prefer the special effects in Lord of the Rings over the special effects in Hobbit um, what's his name Lurtz in fucking Fellowship who mm-hmm. fights uh, Aragorn Pow! he's only yeah. in the film for a really short sequence but he looks absolutely fucking amazing until yeah, he and gets his head cut off the albino orc in Hobbit yeah mm. couldn't give two fucks about sure yeah it's manny lo- bennett
1: dude he he's looks, fucking awesome he looks yeah but he, <laughs> he is looks
2: great, that too girl. tidy he looks too nice they they've got this green screen special effect thing all over him i know prosthetics wouldn't have worked and they had to go with the computer but it's the thing freak all over again <laughs> yeah. i like uh-huh. watching it but everybody hates me for it because it's easy to do
1: i am um, I, I mean i've got to give uh, the nod to 4k for um uh gaming oh you know, hell yeah, mean, yeah oh my god oh, the, the, totally the you know, I mean, fidelity of graphics we, we, were, we were watching insane, we were playing you know. Mars Morales weren't we oh, and just sort oh. of like loading that fucking um, oh. city up and just watch him zip through and stuff is just like this is but show this disgusting. to me when I was like 10 no, 12 15 20 even it probably would blow my brain You know, oh, shit. Right.
2: it does piss me off that it's only out on PlayStation fucking Man, it, the they riddle.
1: Sony they own it though, don't they? Fuck they they got they need something you, and Sony. it's exclusives, trust yeah. me. Sony, I'm not buying any <laughs> more me. of
2: your shit. I'm not going to see your fucking films in the cinema. I'm not fucking buying your films on DVD.
1: Good luck not buying DVDs if you don't <laughs> <weren't> buying Sony <laughs> mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, a minute, wait, wait. We might finally something. Resident stop him. Evil is a Sony yeah, movie. That's my
2: last one. It's my <laughs> last one. And Ghostbusters Afterlife was my last Sony film to see. Now, now you world. sound like Spud from Train Spot. Right, it's, right. it's my last one. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> now, technically if my wife decides to buy tickets to take me to go see a film in a cinema like Morbius she might want to go see it or buy it on DVD that's a completely other subject but Sony I'm not fucking buying your shit anymore
1: baby what? you gotta pay I told you, I, I made a commitment on the
2: podcast <laughs> <laughs> gets I that I'm ruined I <laughs> did buy this for my birthday <laughs> oh no
0: I'm
2: fucking Sony man
0: <laughs> alrighty next question is from Richie DBZ. what up that, Richie uh, if you could be an any movie what would it be I think Ian's would be the thing or any Kurt motherfucking Russell film
2: I'd be in Debbie does that I was going to say porn
1: (laughs) I was going to say fucking porn (laughs) straight away
2: (laughs) Harem Nights 3 just the one with the chocolate sauce I didn't know porn was in the equation Um, (laughs) I'd be in the Batman but I'd be um, the guy who doesn't get hit (laughs)
1: <laughs> just I'd, be, I'd be in the Batman but I'd be the guy calling out the answer to all the riddles just <laughs> to be a dick <laughs> it's fucking this asshole <laughs> um, uh, it's a great, question, a great question Richie I mean I, I just like in all... honestly if you were going to be like oh you get to be in a movie or something I'll be like oh just put me in a fucking MCU movie or something just so I get to be around all that yeah and like there's a good chance you're getting cast in like 10 more movies <laughs> and and get your own spin off as well so oh you're, no
2: you're
0: absolutely no. right now no, I, got, I, got I want to go back to the Hobbit I want to go back to the Shire yeah. Man, <laughs> I'd be in her
2: with fucking Scarlett Johansson and have her talking to my ear for an hour. Good show, yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually, yeah. Uh,
0: put me in Jurassic World Dominion. I want to go hunt some dinosaurs. Just
1: no, some walk around dangerous. trying to probably fix that <laughs> fucking movie because you know it's going to be
0: terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Lord of the Rings. That's an
1: awesome fantasy I'll, I'll, world to live, a, live in. I've got to go with MCU I would all
0: I MCU, Yeah.
1: Put, put, put me in Endgame I'll be the dude behind Tony when he clutches his fingers crunches ah <laughs> no oh god man
2: I've made a I've made a commitment to those two movies I cannot watch them unless I watch them back to back
1: you were like the Batman is three hours I'm
0: like <laughs> six
2: hours alright i got to do them back to back
0: I'm cool with that great question thank you Richie great oh question. by the way Ian if you had to put yourself in any John uh, John Carpenter or Kurt Russell movie which one would you put yourself in oh it's so on Pre 613.
2: It's not Carpenter. Well, oh, it's a Carpenter movie, carpenter, carpenter, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, just good. I immediately thought Big Trouble in China. I thought that too, that was the first mm-hmm. one that came to mind. Thinking Big Trouble in China. I do like that weather station, though, out in the snow nice <laughs> it, does it
1: have to be specifically corporate, or can it be the world of creator because you could go into Halloween Kills and every time it's like evil dies <laughs> tonight you'd be like no it won't no it won't Just going to be the shut up movie. you're a dick
2: for fuck's sake stop chasing this old man he's not done
0: anything <laughs> wrong the horrifying thing is I, I don't have my sources to back this up but I did read that halloween ends mm. doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of the michael myers oh, halloween course, franchise but it's the end of this trilogy yes. of halloween movies when, when
1: that guy you know fucking baby from weird sides puts the mask on at the end <laughs> like walks <laughs> up evil lives tonight and ian's just throwing everything at his tv <laughs> but it'd be amazing i'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna a buy it on tv <laughs>
1: We're we're gonna watch this movie like so, and we're gonna oh, dude, it was fucking excellent. No matter what, <laughs> yes, what we are gonna be walking. We're gonna be walking out trying to scratch our out, texting you,
0: going, "It's yeah, fucking that's... great." <laughs> like... All righty. Next question is from Jay Hines. What What's up, Jay? Jay? Gary, why did the first zombie hit with the truck in Raccoon City just up and wander off like that?
1: Shit writing, <sighs>
0: yeah, because yes, it, it had no brains. Um, I, because, like, the like because the movie was like, it's too early for zombies. We got
2: to save them for later. What were they infected by in that film? Shit writing. Shit writing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well said. <I> <laughs> shit because, writing. like, the water supply had been poisoned. That's right. But the alarm didn't go off in the city until- the Umbrella were poisoned was, was, was it not the rats? Were the, think, the rats, think, right? yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 The rats, right? Yeah, I think there was a rats. No, 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 I've seen no, it twice. no, no, that's in the game. Yeah, that's- yeah, I know, Yeah, because how hard is this,
3: Ian? That's the point. Just use the, the fucking film, shit you've
2: in got! In the film, it's just people, what <laughs> they've been drinking, because Chris isn't drinking the water, he's drinking his own protein drink, supposedly, and he's yeah. a white but everybody else yeah everyone else drank the water everybody else went to a coffee shop well not any of the stars members because they didn't get fucking bowled and get radiated yeah yeah but yeah she gets hit by a truck at the beginning turns into a zombie gets up and walks off and it was fucking shit yeah yeah honestly (laughs) fucking Resident Evil 2, 3, 4, 5 and 6 was better than welcome I know I said it in
0: my in my single review that I did on on Twitch uh, with, with with the Resident Evil I was like man I miss the poor WS Anderson fun fest of movies <laughs> uh, compared to this this was an absolutely uh, an abomination final unpopular
1: sequels that are better than the original Resident Evil Apocalypse uh, y- yeah, 2 the second yeah, one yeah. is better than the first one really yeah, I mean, well, again, no, no, let's no, compare
2: no, no. these got two Nemesis, pieces Nemesis of shit. Friend.
1: Yeah, fucking Nemesis rubber poop monster. <laughs> rubber poop
2: monster. No,
0: the, the Resident Evil 1 had an awesome soundtrack. That on your wall. It had an uh, awesome no. soundtrack.
3: Next question. Yeah, next
0: question. <laughs> uh, let me just mark that one done. Uh, the next question is from Morphine21. What up, Morphine? Sup? Hey, guys. Uh, have any of you noticed how in the past five or seven years, movies with budgets of 50 to even a hundred million have been looking cheap and low budget. And what's your opinions uh, to why? Keep up the good work. Um, I've seen this, um, like I saw this in, in Black Panther, and Captain Marvel, was it? The mm-hmm. the ones that were rushed out before um, the big Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. The special effects in that look so rushed that the characters looked like plasticine as they were getting bounced around the screen. And I was like, yeah man. It, it's got the money, but it's rushed.
1: Yeah, but it's where the money's going, because like, clearly, say, if, if you go... Captain Marvel has got a budget of a hundred million, and we're paying Samuel L. Jackson seventy-five million. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I literally. Anyway, think it's computer department. If you could work a miracle, you know. So yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of it. Deadlines have become the enemy of media of the last few years. Gaming is the biggest example of it. Is like tri- AAA titles almost don't exist. I, I even though I haven't played it, I'm so pleased to hear that Elden Ring. Yeah. Is so. Yeah. Good quality-wise, yeah. because I'm um, finally we we've got one. She, you know, we, like, we, yeah, the funny thing we, is, we, we've been dying software, on our
2: ass, haven't we? You know? software are kind of like for some people the Disney of the gaming industry yeah, totally. so it's the same thing with Disney where like be, they say know. right we're going to release this film in six months we ply it with money we hit it with the best shit that we can and then we get the film out other people go oh we need to do what Disney do so we're going to fucking try and get a film out in that time mm. and we don't have the money or the direction or the good writing or the I
1: I think there's a lot of sort of um You know, everyone's trying to build a franchise now. No one's really interested in putting a movie out, so they just—you know—you've got to have certain action beats, like every X amount of pages and stuff. And sometimes it's like we haven't got the know-how to like realize what we're trying to put into a movie. Sometimes, you know.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy though if you really really think about it, right? And I'm not trying to be too deep. It's probably the two two beers. Oh shit! Oh shit! We're on two
1: we're on two everyone. Scrap yourselves. Like we're in that
0: era that like we. What? yeah i'm sorry to i'm just getting a weird uh, a sound echo so um i i've had issues over the last week with uh, with the in discord calls the microphone's been touchy um and uh, obviously the last time around um but yeah we're not really we're not really connecting with the cable at all um but uh, hopefully it'll hold out for just a little bit longer um
2: and the definitely sound echo is also keep, gone keep that, that up and then you'll either be able to wire
1: fails
0: yeah
2: uh, did we answer that question? We're we going for the next one. Um, yeah, I think we decided on uh, deadlines. Deadlines are uh, being rushed. Right. I, I think rushed it's got to be, out.
1: dude. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's kind of, it, I, people are noticing it more and more and more, aren't they? You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question is from Mongo Mongo Mitch. Hey, Mongo! What's up? Uh, If there was a Predator remake, which action stars would be the soldiers in that film? I guess, like, for modern cast? Uh, John Cena, oh, <laughs> yeah. fucking beat me by half yeah. a second,
1: and right. but he'd be the predator because no one can see him, right? So, <laughs> nice, um,
2: very nice. uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's, if we're going for it, so, Jason be... Momoa would be Billy. Jason Momoa. Yeah, right, you'd John be Billy, right? Cena. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Henry that. Cavill. Yeah, I was gonna say Henry Cavill, Jason Momoa, Jason Statham. So
1: wait, so wait. John Cena is Chris Dutch. Hemsworth. John is Dutch, either of the group. Okay, yeah. so who's Dylan? You son of a
2: bitch. Uh, that would be. That you, would be I'm terrible, not being funny. Terrible. No, no,
1: no, not be funny. You can't whitewash him. He's got to stay black. So who's it gonna be? Uh, just be a dick. Oh, Indraselba. It, oh, it's
0: Michelle, be Idris Elba. yeah. I was thinking the guy uh,
1: yeah. from Luther. Because then you get fucking. Because then you yeah, get. Oh, oh, yeah, Elba. yeah. Because then you get Peacemaker and fucking thingy back together from oh, Suicide Squad. Yes. On oh, another Suicide Squad <laughs> mission. Yes. Shit! Okay. I just wrote the sequel. <laughs> so Jason. So, so
2: Jason Momoa <laughs> is Billy. Nah. Yeah. All right. Okay, Billy. All right. Because uh, there's no Native oh, Americans okay, left. Jason's the Rock. On. Yeah,
0: The Rock needs to be um minigun guy. Um, right. Blaine.
1: Well done, good Blaine. call. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Jay- and Jay- there's a tired wrestling so, there as well. So, yeah. so Jason
2: Statham's gonna be the fucking poncho character who gets killed off early.
1: No, it's Sean Bean,
2: sure. So That'll right, work. right, right. We're going for John Cena for Dutch. Yeah. We're going for fucking Idris Albert as Dylan. We're going is Jason Momoa for Billy. We're going with the Rock No,
1: no, no, if Billy
2: was Jason... oh yeah, Jason Momoa sorry. So Jason yeah, yeah, Momoa is yeah. Billy. We're going the Rock for Blaine. Blaine. We're going. Um, who's going for Jason
1: Statham as Poncho?
2: Jason Statham as <laughs> Poncho, and what's his face would be the fucking. Who did I just say? With A the bit glasses? Like, no, no, no. no, no. no, no the guy was the fucking big razor. Of <clears throat> Mac. Who's Mac? Oh, Mac. Yeah, we didn't cast Mac. Who's Mac? Terry cruz Nice. There, <laughs> Mac, there you go. Brilliant question. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Alrighty, oh I and mean. you get and by the way you
1: get like um, fucking Theor Bjornsson like the mountain to play the predator oh god yeah so he's like
2: just a green screen Fucking you, yeah you don't just even need to, to put mask. him in any makeup what, just, he's, <laughs> he's <fighting>. holy shit <laughs> he's
1: literally just wearing oh and a they're um, fur. they're fighting tonight aren't they isn't it Eddie yeah, Cole
2: versus Thor tonight
1: yeah, I, think yeah. So. I mean if they've started they've they've probably finished is it now. MMA no it's a boxing match
2: Matt is it MMA or boxing yeah boxing. I don't know yeah
0: Alrighty, and our last question for the podcast is from Nella Bo. What uh, up, Nella? <laughs> uh, where can you find over a 1,000 films in one please or place for a very affordable fee?
1: I mean, Netflix? Am I missing something? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the...
0: Oh trauma Shh. now! Troma! Thank fuck you're
1: in the chat, yeah. man. <laughs> it's
0: uh, 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 time to time for sleep? <laughs> yes, if you guys wanna go and see a shit ton of <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm being I'm being yelled at in the chat. I'm, I'm being humiliated. And with that being said, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone for tuning in to Podcast 43. We'll be back next month with a new podcast, and hopefully we won't have to re-record this segment again. We (laughs) might have to. Technical issues.
1: Did I just see a black cat? Did they change something in the Matrix? (laughs) Matrix!
0: Matrix!